Freeman Attic, could you give me a confirmation when you get a chance? Right now, YouTube is, OBS is doing what it's doing. I don't see it yet. All right, let me know when y'all see it. And then I will go. And we there are live. There we go. Yeah, my man, my man. All right. And we are live. What the hell? That wasn't part of the live. <laughs> Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast and the Lords of Gaming.net, episode number 146. And it's another glorious Sunday. We're back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guest, and we've got blood, sweat, and pixels, PlayStation 5 pricing issues, Jeff Keegley skipping E3, and Phil Spencer's most recent interview to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord whom the ILP was extremely honored to meet in the flesh with fellow Kotaku colleague, Lord Steven Totello, and Destiny Community Manager, Lord Deej. This Lord not only represents the very pinnacle of video game journalism, but is also a beacon of light in regards to investigative reporting, and of course, our shared passion of the Destiny franchise. <laughs> Introducing the author of the national bestseller, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, co-host of the Split Screen Podcast, and news editor of Kotaku.com. One of the most informative journalists in the game, yet still the most hardcore Jets fan you will ever know. <laughs> Live from the Empire State, our very own New York City, and kind enough to make his debut into the realm of the Lords, my man, Lord Jason Schreier. How you doing, sir? I gotta say, I gotta uh, confess that I haven't played Destiny in like oh! Good man, <laughs> good man. Oh, uh, don't encourage him, don't encourage him. Don't applaud that. Don't applaud some, don't applaud some. It's so funny, this, this past year was like the year that I just like lost. Oh, and, like, we lost interest in Destiny. When it started getting super grindy to appeal to hardcore fans. Uh -huh. And I thought I was a hardcore fan, but not hardcore enough for, uh -huh. for what Destiny has turned into. So oh, man, we're going to talk about it. I got to ask you another yeah, question about that. We're definitely yeah. going to get into it, man. Absolute pleasure to have you in the realm. You are Lord of what you do. So it's only right we show you the proper respect really quickly because I know time is limited. I just want to know what have you been playing lately? So, I've been playing this game, uh, just started, so two games I want to talk about. First of all, I've been playing this game called Enter the Gungeon, which is an old roguelike Ooh. shooter game. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, super addictive. I didn't think I would like it, but I dove into it because I'm writing, I'm working on this second book right now, Ooh. and for, for research purposes, I need to play this game, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's a little hint, hint mm -hmm. for you for the book. Yeah. But, um, really good. Um, and mm -hmm. then I'm playing this other game on Switch that I've been mm -hmm. playing before bed. It's called Avi Aviary, Aviary, Aviary Attorney. Aviary Attorney. Okay. It is about bird lawyers. You play as this this bird, this sparrow, <laughs> who is like, it's like Phoenix, right? With birds. So mm -hmm. you play as a sparrow. The tone has to like go around. Day. 1840s France. It's an indie game. It's not. It's not made by Nintendo or anything. It's mm -hmm. like made by a couple of people, and um, you go around 1840s France and solve murders and like defend in court. Uh, it's like Phoenix. It's basically Phoenix right gameplay except with birds, okay. and it's 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 very delightful. I enjoy it. <laughs> no doubt, we'll be on the lookout for that as well as the the new publication we know will be coming. So you already know we got the Four Horsemen of Gaming. Uh, uh, sorry, apologies. One second. There. Yo, the chat is saying that Jason's mic is. Oh, 
Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, Jason, okay. if, if there's any way you can turn I your can turn it up, yeah, that would be greatly appreciated. Yes, 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 no yes. problem. Oh, my Beautiful. man, much appreciated. Much yeah, appreciated. just let me know if you need me to tweak anything else. Yeah, no doubt. You're good. You're good. So, of course, you know we still got the original four horsemen of gaming, those original lords of the realm at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror, Lord of Reviews, and the How of the Young Wolf. My man, Lord Attic, how you doing, sir? I am. I've officially awoken. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm awake now. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I've been playing. Got to talk a couple seconds, uh, King. How you liking Bleeding Edge? Because that's what I've been playing. <laughs> man, you know how it is. I first of all, shout not, out to I the. I don't know how it is. This is what I'm asking you. Shout out to the to the 19,000 people that uh, was uh, following that uh, tweet that I put out yesterday. It. <laughs> is so much fun i'm trying I, I don't i'm limited to these three days and i'm trying to learn all these characters so i stuck with one character that i love um you know what's crazy didn't even get her name um it's the the little one that can put out the teddy bear she, yeah. <laughs> she has the, the, the gatling gun yeah um I, I think that is gonna probably be my mainstay character right now but I like what they did and mm. how big the arena is. See, I wasn't able to get that from E3. Mm. I'll go into that later. Go ahead. Sorry, bro. No, no, go ahead. But uh, what I did notice, uh, King, is I guess, you know, Game Pass uh, breaks your, makes you break your I won't can participate in a beta rule. <laughs> oh, um, let me tell you something. I don't care, sir. <laughs> shout, out to Nina, shout out to Nina Christensen. Out of respect for her, I definitely went 100% into that beta. And um, it's, it's just some, it's a game that I've been anticipating for so long. So, yeah, that rule is definitely going to be bent, broken, destroyed, and thrown in the bushes. I don't care. <laughs> and, if, and if you feel this is good for you, here you go, brother. Oh, here my God. Go. I put the fraud light on myself. Because... <laughs> It's definitely bending his no beta rule. We're, we're, for let's get some fraud, frauds in the chat. Anyway, moving go. along because time is limited. <laughs> and of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience. And also, the Stastradamus, Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati, and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank. My man, Lord Sovereign, how you doing, sir? Doing good, man. What's going on, fellas? Doing mm -hmm. very, very good. Um, mm -hmm. Did we have any MMA yesterday, Osama? No. Uh, we did. Was it yesterday? I I saw I, I, Blaskovich blasted somebody out of yeah, the no, <laughs> yeah. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, that was, was kind of crazy, crazy. And he went right for for John. So that's good. I mean, John needs yeah. different people to fight. Otherwise, yeah, he, he's gonna need to move up because he just he he. There's nobody to fight. He's cleaned up. Well, John is gonna be fighting the Madison Square Garden next year. That yeah. coincides with so, his trajectory. So precisely, so I, yeah, as a heavyweight. Yeah. So mm. whomever whomever's left in that division, you know, might as well try to get their shot in as it, you know as soon as possible before no he doubt. moves up. No yeah. doubt. Anything um, else been going on? Just that? Yeah, man. Just plugging away at uh at uh Fallen Order. Um, I downloaded the uh the new DLC for Dead Cells, the Bat Seed, but I haven't had a chance to play it, so I definitely want to get into that. Um, and then what else? So yeah, yesterday. So yesterday, I, I went to see the, the the cinematic tour de force. You know the which the is Kane, the Citizen Sonic. Kane of video game. Oh, movie. okay, okay. It was actually pretty good. I took Little Man to see it. He enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, it was actually a decent family slash kid movie. It was pretty well done. Had I heard it was amazing from post credit uh, scenes and everything. Yeah, it was uh, like that's what's up, man. 
Those kids loved him from Sonic. That's that's what I have to say. Fair, fair. I'm definitely gonna take my son on Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, me and I'm going to uh, get a chance to watch that, uh, and you know, because I'm a Sonic dude. So <laughs> fair enough. And of course, we have the Incredible Hulk of this, aka the Excess Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, King of the Statues, who demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the leader of the Fraud Alert movement. Ooh. Beloved Lord King, how you doing, sir? <laughs> oh boy, Jason Schreier. He's in the realm. He's in the, he's in the realm. <laughs> Yo, Jason, you know what blew my mind right now? I, now first of all, uh, when I was doing my little research on you, <laughs> um, I, you know, I said, you know, as a lot of his stuff aligned with my stuff. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. But then he said, you a Jets fan. See. Shout out to Cognito for going a little bit deeper, finding out something I could not find out. I'm a Jets fan too, and yeah. I bleed green all over the floor, man. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. So, oh, man. man, we yeah, could but... spend the next hour talking about yeah, it. Y'all two can need to go. <laughs> uh, all, the, all the moves they need to make, how they need to get some offensive linemen. We can just go yes. on. Yes, sir. No, um, no. Quickly, but, sir. Uh, this weekend, I saw uh, mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Garcia. It is an, another first round knockout. It was amazing. Oh, I on did see Friday. that. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful. It was a beautiful knockout. A couple of seconds. Boom. He's dead. It was. It was immaculate. Um, what I've been playing, y'all know, I've been playing that bleeding edge. Ooh, we saw the promo on, on Twitter. <laughs> it was out of control. I, I felt it. I just put it out there, and it is what it is. Um, mm. definitely playing a young blood. Uh, that's inside um, uh, Game Pass right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I was playing my Destiny, uh, this Crimson, uh, Crimson Days, festival, Crimson mm -hmm. Days Festival. Um, I was listening to the last words, so you know. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. I got, I got uh, uh, acclimated to what was going on mm -hmm. uh, through their influence. They've been training me up here, um, <laughs> but I, I, I feel what Jason is saying. I started waning off of it a little bit, mm -hmm. and it, the grind is back to that old school Destiny grind. It feels like you're back in college again. You got your notepad and oh. with your people, and you're making sure that you get this grind, and it's back to that daily feel. So, mm -hmm. uh, Jason, um, I'm down. If you if you want to jump on mm -hmm. Xbox, I'm there. So, <laughs> Man, so <laughs> I also I just had a kid, and mm -hmm. so I feel like my Destiny days. As oh yeah. Because yeah, I used yeah. to like back in the day, mm -hmm. the first year of Destiny and the first couple of years, really, mm -hmm. I would do raids. We would do my group. We would do mm -hmm. blind raids. So like we would insist on like sitting there, not looking up any of the answers or anything. Mm -hmm. any of the Hardcore. We'd sit there for mm -hmm. hours, just mm -hmm. like marathoning, and it was some of the most fun I've ever had in games. But I feel like that time in my life is just is just over now for various. Like a rule that was unspoken. We'll do a blind raid until we are, until our friendships are about to end. Yes, 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 yeah. Because that, that that'll I, I test like your it. friendship absolutely. Yeah. Test it. People are not For doing it. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we keep it moving. And of course, we have the gaming ninja himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito. Spread that realness in the realm of the ILP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Not a lot of game playing this week. A lot of podcasting this week. I want to give a couple of shout outs real quick before you get started. Um, want to shout out to my brother Lord Ebontis. We had a fantastic last word episode with Forbes on Paul Tassie, man. It was really cool. We got a chance mm -hmm. to kick it, talk about um, everything, the new the new looter shooters that's coming out in compa comparison to Destiny, Outriders, um, Division 2 news content with Warlords in New York, and Anthem potentially, you know, with a re reboot. And I, I know I'll ask Jason some questions about that later. But, um, yeah, so that's that. That's number one. Number two, I want to give a shout-out to my brother, my season gaming brothers, Dan Rodriguez, Ains Ainsley Bolden from Season Gaming. 
had a fantastic podcast with them. Please, that should be going up tomorrow. Oh, it's a ball, man. So please give those guys a shout out when it goes up. But we got all the business to take care of. We got Jason Shry in the realm right now. I want to give a shout out to you guys for an oh. intro that was 11 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love it? You yeah. see what you get? That, that's nothing, Jason. That's not, this, is, uh-huh. this is the condensed version. Intros. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. This is the condensed version. <laughs> so now that we've gotten to what the Lords have been playing, I want to start off with Lord Jason Schreier, his video game system history, his career in journey in journalism, and of course what led him to becoming the news editor for the amazing Kotaku.com. So Lord Jason, let's start from the very beginning. What were some of the first video game systems you had and what got you into oh, gaming? Man. Let's oh, go. This is a fun one. All right, so um, my parents actually had a NES, Nintendo Entertainment System, before I was even born, or like around the time mm. I was born. I think mm. I was born in the same year it came out, 1987. Ooh. And so so I grew up with that thing constantly. So I was just thinking, because I just had a kid, and so we've been talking, my wife and I have been talking about like screen time, like when do we let her start watching things and playing mm. games? And I was thinking back to my childhood, and like I don't think the concept even existed of like limited screen time back Because <laughs> they didn't know any better. Nobody knew. So like my parents just stuck me in front of the, the Nintendo for just like, however, <laughs> like as long as as long as I wanted, um, and, and I think they limited it more when I got older, like middle school, so mm-hmm. like elementary school, middle school, stuff like that. But but like when I was like two, three, four, I was mm-hmm. like sitting there just playing through these games. And what awesome. I would do on the NES, I played through so many games on NES, but mm-hmm. I had a very specific way of playing because I'm, I'm sure some of you guys played those games back in the day. They were mm-hmm. super hard because it mm-hmm. was like yeah. a, a carryover from the arcade days where they would inflate mm-hmm. all the difficulty to get you to keep paying those. Yeah. Quarters, right mm-hmm. so i would sit there with the nes and i would play like the same sections of games over mm-hmm. and over again because mm-hmm. i couldn't get any further so <laughs> so i would do like the first like world of super mario brothers 3 like i knew the entire first wow. map like inside and out yeah. but then i would get to a point where i like couldn't play anymore because i'm like four years old and I'm, <laughs> like struggling to get past certain things or like final fantasy the first final fantasy was one of my like favorite mm-hmm. games of the time mm-hmm. i would get up to the marsh cave which is like mm-hmm. one of the first dungeons you get to yeah. and then it was so hard to to make any more progress from there that I like never got much Dude, further than that. That's still so, impressive. How old were you playing Final Four Fantasy? Years four, four years old. Four years old. Like four or five. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I, I like brute forced my way through. Like I, I figured <laughs> out like how to get, but I could only take it to a certain point. So like mm-hmm. after after you get to a certain point, you're just like, you know what? I'm five years old. I can't do much more. <laughs> <laughs> yourself off the hook. Like that's what's yeah. up, man. Shout then, out to Luke. Yeah, good. Continue. Don't continue. Well, so I was gonna say the Super Nintendo is really like my bread and butter. Like mm. that's the system that I really fell in love with. Because mm-hmm. the NES, like like I said, it was hard. Like the blowing on cartridges. Had <laughs> Shout out to the blowing on cartridges to get yeah, those to work. Man. Salute. But the Super Nintendo was like, holy shit! Like these games are amazing. I remember first discovering Final Fantasy two, aka four, mm-hmm. as we know it now. Um, and that just blew my mind. I was like, oh my god! Like video games can have these stories that are like mm-hmm. just as good as stories that I read and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then like obviously Zelda Link to the Past blew my mind and Ooh, super mario world i would yeah. just spend all this time like playing through all those mm. old games um so yeah and then from there just mm. played as much as i could after that nice. um i think i went ps1 because that okay. was where final fantasy moved to and i was yeah, just like oh, of course and oh, then i had to move with it oh, i'm sure a lot of people were like that i was we, like no nah, i'm not getting an n64 i'm going we, to where final fantasy there is. you go we Shout talked out. about that we talked about that as a huge turning point 
mm-hmm. uh, in video games. I think that was like last last week yeah. on at night because you know me and Cognito talk at night. Mm-hmm. And I said that's that was when Sony was extra aggressive and mm-hmm. that showing them the financials on what they would spend making cartridges and paying Nintendo opposed to making the the compact disc and paying mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. was a huge uh, deciding factor. Plus the storage and the sound quality mm-hmm. and everything going forward, the cinematics, everything was in line and that was a real turning point in Sony's history. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. Definitely. Um, Let's yeah, get yeah, a super actually, chat. It's relevant yeah. now that Nintendo PlayStation is in the news because yeah. it's being sold. Yeah. I think the last check was like 500 grand. Yeah. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to uh, Get it, get it, get it, Attic. The super chat. Shout out to Nintendo that, uh, no, not that. Oh, okay. I was going to tell you. Shout out to Nintendo. I, I'm pretty sure at that time, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy was probably one of the biggest games that was out. And, and Nintendo was like, you can take that and go somewhere else. We don't care. We don't care. We don't want to go CD ROM. It was, yeah, it was a deal that almost been. Shout out to real quick the Inseparate Ghost Lucas Lowe with the $2 super chat. He says, Jason Schreier, thank you for your work in gaming journalism. So they're giving it up right now in the realm for, for, for Lord Jason. So you had that. You went, you went to PlayStation, which I missed. But I gotta I gotta backtrack you for a quick second. Um I didn't hear any um Sega consoles. So I didn't I didn't, I didn't hear any uh turbo graphics. Uh, there was no love for the Genesis, no love for I Dreamcast. So my grandma mm. had a Genesis at her house, so I played that occasionally, and then mm. I had a Game Gear, so I loved that thing too. Okay, okay. So there was definitely some Sega love. Okay. Uh, was never into Sonic. I still don't understand. <laughs> I know the movie's good and all, but like I never understood the appeal of those games. Like I didn't think the games were ever any good. Like oh, especially really? compared to Mario, where you're oh. like just like enjoying every moment. Sonic, you're just like blurring through every stage. <laughs> you weren't a fan of the blast processing. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was like like the the best way to play Sonic is to not see the things that you're. <laughs> you know, Jason, that was exactly the thing. Sega was trying to figure out how can we uh, defend ourselves cool. against Nintendo, mm-hmm. right? And this blast master processing <laughs> became a a little word and how fast they can move it on the screen. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. once they found that out, and you know how Mario was plotting along, and Sonic is like, Neon! so yeah. <laughs> that was the the whole appeal to Sonic. I mean, I went past levels mm-hmm. and I had to go back to see a level. I understand exactly what you're talking about. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I did like some other Sega games. I like Fantasy Star. Woo! Yes. I have this game called Landstalker that I love. Yes, Landstalker, the isometric Land one with the yeah. elf. Yeah. Yes, oh, I love it's that Zelda game. Zelda. But it actually, it does some cool things that like are not Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, and fantastic music. A lot of those, yes. those Sega games are really good music. So, yes. yeah, so I do have some love for Sega. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then I went PS1 mm-hmm. um, and then PS2 mm-hmm. and then three Xbox 360 from okay. there. So that was kind nice. of my like path. Good transition. My nice. game console path. You skip past the regular Xbox? Yeah, I didn't, I never had a regular Xbox. He didn't want the big clunky one. He didn't want the, the big one. Yeah, because yeah. I was never into shooters growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I only got into more. I was mostly into RPGs back in the day oh. and then like expanded more right. later on. So mm-hmm. that's when, like, when I got a 360, I was like, oh, hey, what's this GTA thing? and like play gta 4 mm. for the first time and like uh and and expanded more into other genres and that's cool nice. um so nice. yeah that's that's my gaming my gaming history pretty extensive man love it love what and I, game. Also, I played a bunch of computer games like point and click adventures and stuff like that so that's what's up man now, lord brap oh, will wow. love the fact that you did the computer thing shout out to uh brat with the 20 dollars super chat salute mm-hmm. lords hi jason appreciate the work you do in journalism yeah, they're What's loving up? you man they're What's loving up? you they love you out here man so after we got we got the gaming history in so i want to want to get to um actually now the journalistic side like what 
let's discuss your passion as far as getting into sure. journalism and then what specifically led you to Katagos. I know you had you were at other outlets and you did other things, but let's start that whole passion for journalism. How did that start? Yeah, well, so it started, I always wanted to be a writer growing up, and then mm -hmm. I discovered journalism in high school, and it was on my high school paper. Mm -hmm. um, as an editor, I would go to, like, like we would go to, like, these seminars at Columbia every year, which is super cool. We get to go to Columbia University. Nice. I was like, oh, my God, my mind is blown. Nice. Um, and so I was always into journalism. Um, and then after I graduated from college, mm -hmm. I started doing some freelance stuff, and um, I always tell this story because it's pretty funny. I was, like, I was writing for the, these, like, local websites and local papers and stuff like that, and and I was in this this like local government board meeting in mm -hmm. Westchester where I grew up. I think it was mm -hmm. in like Carsdale or something like that. Oh, or I live in Westchester. Shout, yeah. Yeah. shout, shout out to Westchester to be the building. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah. Well, so I was uh, I was up there and I'm sitting in this room full of like these old dudes who are like arguing <laughs> over like zoning regulations and they're like, can we can we build this fence 20 feet or 15 feet? And like mm -hmm. this is literally an argument. Like I'm sitting there like like pen and paper in hand, being like, this is what I have to write about. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a revelation there. I was like, I, I want to write about something more interesting than this. Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought, and I sat, I like did some research. I was like, you know what? Why don't I try? I love games. Mm -hmm. I I had written like a couple of freelance, like not freelance, but review unpaid reviews for like mm -hmm. a fan site back in the day, mm -hmm. um, back in back in college. And mm -hmm. so I was like, why don't I try doing this? And like, so I went and pitched myself and started mm -hmm. like getting freelance deals, which was really awesome. Mm -hmm. And then I wound up um, applying for this gig at Wired. Um, under Chris Kohler, Kotaku, and Kohler mm. hired me, and that was kind of my first big break. And then from there, I started doing work for them and like other freelance stuff. And then mm. wound up getting an email from Steven Totillo in 2012. Salute, salute Shout Steven. out to Steven. Steven. Um, or in 2011, it was like the end of 2011. He sent me an email, and then we got a drink, and he was like, "Look, I'm going to be taking over Kotaku. Mm. I'd love for you to come aboard." And mm. I was like, "All right, I'm in." And I've been there for eight years now. Wow, salute, man, salute, man, tremendous yeah. work over there. Awesome that we got a chance to meet also Lord Steven Totello as well. So that's yeah. that's a cool story coming around getting getting into journalism. Not yeah, well it's funny because when we ran into each other on the street, we had just run into Deej. Like yes. we weren't walking together. Yeah. And then you guys came up to yeah. us because so you you joined our random encounter. Right? Yeah, that's it was like everything the, that happens at E3. That's one of the things that's I love the beauty about of E3. Yeah, yeah you you gotta gotta funny a funny big shout out, a big shout out to uh uh, downtown LA gridlock and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you, you do be writing into random people yeah, like, yeah. And you know what's <laughs> what you know what's funny though addict tell tell of Jason before we met them we bumped into Pactor remember we had literally it was yeah, like Pactor. Yeah, like, it was maybe it maybe 20 seconds before we ran into For, you yeah 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 Pactor had a really really large bottle of liquor really? yes yeah yeah the whiskey was <laughs> whiskey was on deck drunk Pactor is like the type of thing that you yeah. <laughs> yo that sounds like an NPC drunk <laughs> yo salute the pack man we gotta get him yeah. on but that yeah, was yeah. that was dope so yeah we got the journalism aspect out the way and all that other stuff so oh wow it's been, oh, can't oh. wait for Jason to leak some PS5 and then Xbox Series XM. Kind of a brat with the two answers. Cog, ask the question. I'm coming to the question. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So now we got the, the journalism aspect out the side. I mean, I want to actually, well, I completely out the side, but as far as your journey. But I yeah. want to focus on game journalism right now. That's, I think this is what yeah, Brap sure. is alluding to. Just the state of it, your opinion of it in 2020. We know that there's um, you know, there's you guys around. And then I want to use a, a, a term that you coined, the, the, the YouTube provocateur. <laughs> so um, I want to talk about just the state of that. And then, like, basically, can these things both coexist? And just, like, just what's your feeling on the state of game journalism right now? 
Yeah, well, of course they can coexist. They have been coexisting for years now, and mm -hmm. and people are still moving on, keeping on, keeping on. Um, and YouTube has some great stuff, I mm -hmm. should say. It's it's uh, there's certainly a lot of rage punditry and like mm -hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> headlines. Man, what's what's with the YouTube like thumbnail that's always like someone going like this. <laughs> like some flashy headline is like Phil Spencer dead. <laughs> that's, that's that's the YouTube. That's my favorite. YouTube. That, that, is, is that the provocateur talk? Or is that we do it, Jason? That's what we do. <laughs> Jason, you know they're gonna capitalize the D E A D in there. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, mm. man. I I was actually thinking about that because mm. I saw a bunch of one of the things. One of the reasons you mentioned Anthem before. Yes. One of the reasons that actually a couple of months ago we broke the news that Anthem was getting this renewal 2.0. Mm. One of the reasons we ran that story is because I kept seeing headlines and YouTube <laughs> thumbnails that were like Anthem is dead. Oh my God, Anthem is dead. And I wanted to be like, no, they're just being quiet while they work mm. on this thing. Anyway, um, so. Uh, state of journalism i mean yes. it is what it is like mm -hmm. i wish there was more money in it i think that's yeah. the biggest problem mm -hmm. is that there isn't a ton of money in it mm -hmm. um there are only so many like big gaming sites they're mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. less than a dozen big mm -hmm. gaming sites these days um that actually like pay their writers and can right. keep people employed full-time with benefits right. and stuff like that mm -hmm. i'm super lucky to be part of one of those mm -hmm. sites um and yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it's it it's uh, it seems to be it seems like people are thriving. It seems like some of these sites are able mm -hmm. to make money. I mean, mm -hmm. the media landscape in general is full of all sorts of bullshit. And mm -hmm. anyone who's been following the saga <laughs> of Deadspin knows about my own company's just right. like struggles. Mm -hmm. But um, but in, in in general, it's been cool to mm -hmm. see. I mean, I think games journalism in general has come a long way right. um, since I started, and especially since like the '90s, yeah. '80s days. Um, there's been so much more talk about like serious issues in the games industry and mm -hmm. um crunch and labor and we'll get to that <laughs> and, yeah well so it's been cool just to see even the fact that like mm -hmm. so many more people are talking about this stuff these days as mm -hmm. opposed to just like what's the latest screenshot of the next big game that's right. coming and that stuff i mean that that definitely has its place and there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with like being excited and like generating hype and talking about games that are coming mm -hmm. out but like it's important to also talk about the labor side and mm -hmm. the, the, the yes. troubles right. of the games industry and i'm i'm really glad to see that journalism mm -hmm. games journalism is like moving in that direction no doubt you real know quick what i think it's funny yeah. when me and uh cognito talk about something that oh you know some something happened in a company someone left he's like man we'll probably never find out and then me and cognito one of us always have almost at the exact same time I guess we'll have to wait on We got to wait through Jason. We got to wait for Jason to blow that story up real quick. No, I was telling Cognito the other day. I said, you know what? No, that provocateur title, I think I, I, think I fall in line with that. <laughs> um, I, said, I said, you know, what he's saying is definitely true. Mm. To be honest with you, um, mm. I, I look at it as uh, actors and uh, hip-hop artists, right? Mm -hmm. So you have these trained actors that go to Juilliard and do all this great stuff, mm -hmm. and they learn their way up. And mm -hmm. then you have these hip-hop artists that come in and get a movie role. Mm -hmm. um, you, sir, are really technically not an actor mm -hmm. if this is the case so right. it would be a little name for them but as far as provocateur yeah because i can always fall back on if i put out an article if I, well i don't put out articles but if yeah. i say something i can always just say well you know i'm not a journalist don't hey don't take my mm. word for so basically so accountability no accountability right, exactly. right, right. right and i feel like a journalist is hold to a higher standard yeah, okay, okay. than a lot of these dudes that well, let's get to it let's get to it. Out of their head let's get 
to it. I'm one of those dudes that spool stuff out of his <laughs> Let's know? get to it. Well, Let's... so I, I don't really think there's anything wrong with just like punditry or analysis okay. or like giving your thoughts on stuff. There, there's right. I have nothing against that. It's more that like the accountability part that you mentioned is important. Mm -hmm. Like to, yep. to use your comparison, it's like like some of the YouTubers that I've seen and some of the videos I've seen mm -hmm. specifically mm -hmm. are like the equivalent of like if the hip hop hip hop uh, singer mm -hmm. on set like mm -hmm. goes around and starts shoving out the other actors <laughs> from, like just like making Yo, I'm that dude. Yeah, it was cool. like destroys the entire production. Right. Um, but but all that said, I mean, I think there is plenty of room, and in fact, I think it's really healthy to have mm -hmm. like people who are just like giving their opinions to an audience, especially people who are reaching audiences that like a site like Kotaku might not reach. I feel like it's important to have like right. the the, the punditry and the okay. analysis and the criticism yeah. for everybody mm -hmm. and the entertainment for mm -hmm. everybody. Like I, I, I'm not against that at all. Okay. Just right. yeah. No, no, no. I, fair I, I noticed. I said I agree with him mm -hmm. all the way through. Like mm -hmm. I was like, I don't even know why this is controversial. <laughs> hold on, but we gonna get there right now. So uh, hold on. Shout out to David Forte to two hours which have morning Lord here to another game, game great podcast. So let's get to the controversy real quick because that that brap has been asking and everybody's been asking. So in reference to you know, there's a term that's going on right now, especially with a lot of gamers. It's the media bias term, right? And, and mm -hmm. it's a hot topic. You know, when 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 you know an article comes out and people feel, you know what, they're attacking my this this plat this art this site has a a reputation for attacking. You know, that's what they feel a specific you know platform all the time. You know, damn it, they always attacking my Xbox or damn it, the Switch gets that gets no love and uh, you know. So like, I want to bring that out to you like do you think first the, the magical question do you think bias exists in gaming journalism and then number two you know in your you personally with obviously we, we've seen you on twitter we know we know how it goes down <laughs> your black game is legendary <laughs> but i just want to i want to talk about just in general like how do you guys handle that you know when you have to deal with that aspect of gamers saying you know hey you know i don't like what you said about such and such so a couple of things. First mm -hmm. of all, to uh, an earlier point, I think that uh, uh, I just saw Uncut Gems and Kevin Garnett is incredible in that movie. So like sometimes an athlete <laughs> or hip hop artist yeah. can come in and be like, and just like kill it. Yeah. Um, so I just had that random thought. Side note. Okay, so, <laughs> so, um, media bias. Media yes. bias definitely exists whoa, in the sense that everybody, in the sense that, whoa, 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 hold on, here we go. Oh, you dropped the mega, but Brap is going to lose his mind right now. Cause please repeat that. <laughs> okay, wait. So now now there's going to be YouTube thumbnails. Yeah, we, I'm about, to, I'm about to make a new YouTube thumbnail right now. Jason, try it. <laughs> In the sense, in the sense, and it's going to be like... A, in the a, exists like, is going to be capitalized. Yes. Whole I, I'm just waiting. I just want to see. I like to see the YouTube faces, like the faces <laughs> of the YouTuber. And it's usually it's usually some like white dude in their 20s who's like... <laughs> like some ridiculous face like that. Anyway, so, so wait a minute. So let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Media bias exists in the sense that every single person like brings their own opinions and thoughts and analysis and ideas to anything they write. Like there's no such thing as objective journalism because mm -hmm. it can't exist. What right. said, what you're talking about, console war bias, every single journalist I've talked to, myself included, thinks that's the most asinine thing in the world. <laughs> and that, like, the console wars are possibly the dumbest and most annoying thing about gamers. There's nothing more annoying to me than... Mm. Uh, it's especially Xbox fans who go after <laughs> me, but... 
but Sony fans also. Okay. Nintendo fans, I think, because I rave about the Switch so much, Nintendo fans don't bother me as much. But they used to back in the day. Um, so with with Sony fans, it was when I reported that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC. The Sony mm. fans like kept going after me, and that was oh, a whole wow. mess. Mm. The Xbox fans, anytime I criticize the Xbox for any reason, they all go after me. <laughs> so so it turns into this thing where like I I think that they're all just dumb as shit because I think anyone <laughs> like with Jason. I think anyone anyone who has brand loyalty to a console Ooh. is just playing themselves it's Ooh, just thank like you. you are a soldier for this billion bazillion dollar company that you are doing free brand like management for it you're just like helping They're them out people in house exactly like you are just like a peon you have no thought of your like i i just don't understand it i Mm -hmm. cannot understand that at all um just this idea of like fanboyism and Mm -hmm. i mean i do understand tribalism because i'm a sports fan like i understand voting for your team and i i can see how that would transfer onto to gaming but like to create this world where you think journalists are biased against your favorite console Mm. because they gave crackdown three a five out of ten or they give days gone a six out of ten or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. like existing in that world is not existing in reality like i I, i can promise you that well, I guess I can't promise this, but as far as I can tell, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of interactions with a whole lot of journalists for every mm-hmm. single gaming site, mm-hmm. I many of them are my friends and colleagues, and um, I don't love all of them, but right. the people that, but but everybody that I've talked to about this stuff, right. like thinks this is asinine. Like nobody right. has any interest in that. It's do, more do you... when when it comes to biases, it's more mm-hmm. like, oh, I grew up playing this RPG, so I'm into. I have a bias towards Final mm-hmm. Fantasy. I've been talking about this. Fair I'm enough, super fair open enough. about that. Yeah. When I review a Final Fantasy, I actually wrote a review of Final Fantasy 15 for Kotaku a few years ago, mm-hmm. and if you read that, I actually wrote it in a way that makes it clear that I am like a huge Final Fantasy mm-hmm. fan. And Good point. I think it's helpful to acknowledge that. What yes. I'm talking right. about right. that game, but like to the the console warfare thing, mm-hmm. that is just like this imaginary battle in of course, the of heads course. of these people of on Twitter who just mm-hmm. have no no lives, exactly. spend all day. Do, do like so, so out of curiosity, Jason, yeah, how how, how many people on that block list? <laughs> no, um, was, I know on my block list, <laughs> I have like well, fleet. I was actually thinking about this the other day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let me check. I'll bring it up for you right now. I have because mm-hmm. uh, I know I've right. seen people going. I block, at you like I block crazy. people. Mm-hmm. Just to be clear, yeah. I I only block people. Well, I block people for a few reasons. <laughs> if they're like, I block the brands that like put ads in my Twitter feed. I block. Okay, those yeah, all better, better. Yeah. I block people if they annoy me. If mm-hmm. they are <laughs> gamer gators, I definitely block them. Okay. Um, if they tweet at me nasty things. Okay. Uh, if they really if they annoy me i'll I'll block them i have no uh it's my fucking therapy that's my time like i'm not nobody is i always feel like when it comes to someone's personal social media Mm -hmm. like that is your thing like Mm -hmm. you can do whatever you can block everyone you see and that's still your social media (laughs) i just started blocking people do you feel like it's a confirmation bias type of thing like if you feel uh uh, somebody's um, negative towards something, you start producing that type of energy, you start seeing that, and you only cue on to all the bad reviews and not all the good reviews, because I believe as just as many bad reviews as something comes out, there's just as many good reviews. But the fact that you're just looking to cue on the bad reviews, I think that brings out the confirmation bias and things, opposed to uh, when they say media bias. Because mm-hmm. in this generation now, I think a lot of people felt that uh, Microsoft wasn't giving a fair shake. Mm-hmm. I believe you make your own destiny, mm-hmm. right? So 
I believe the mistakes made in uh, the prior administration, if you want to say it. Um, <laughs> shout out to the Don Metric. Shout out to the Don. Shout out to the yeah, Don. You know, and then and, you know Xbox only begotten son came in and had to fix stuff up. Phil Dominus Maximus Spencer. Yeah, shout out to Phil Dominus Maximus. Um, but <laughs> it's like these guys were so cued onto the negative, they mm. weren't receiving the positive. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's a media bias per se, but right. I believe that there's a confirmation bias when it goes into people's mind. Mm -hmm. It's like when you purchase a car mm -hmm. and you start to see your car more. Mm -hmm. It's just you're confirming it and you're more right. aware of it. Right. That's all I believe that is. I don't okay. believe that there's an actual media bias. I believe that there's a more of a confirmation bias. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, people love stories. They love narratives. Mm -hmm. And like the narrative this past generation has been like Microsoft flopping, failing, like mm -hmm. Sony destroying them, mm -hmm. arrogant Sony, and then mm -hmm. Microsoft turning things around. So in that sense, I think what you see now is a lot of journalists being like, well, look how Microsoft has like, like mm -hmm. recovered and turned things around and look mm -hmm. at all the cool things they're doing with mm -hmm. xbox game pass which you guys mm -hmm. were talking about earlier which right. is amazing for anyone who plays games right. um, mm -hmm. and um look at how they're positioned for all this cool stuff with next gen like the way that they're approaching their hardware there's a lot of interesting stuff there mm -hmm. and i think that people in general like human beings love really easy stories and they yes. love mm -hmm. narratives mm -hmm. and that in itself yeah like you said that that helps create the confirmation bias and that for mm -hmm. sure contributes to like the way that people it might feel like people are piling on mm -hmm. um yep. but really but that is the thing to do like someone mm -hmm. isn't coming on like a journalist isn't coming to work every day and be right. like you know what how can i shit on my <laughs> <laughs> how, how can we get them how can we get them language sir we got the little kids this is sunday. oh yeah you're oh, sunday, sunday's the lord's day how can i poop on um <laughs> We got super chats. Yo, we got super chats. We got a two dollar super chat from Brat. Uh preach Jason. No console war bias exists. Okay, we're gonna go ahead straight to the next one. Uh the <laughs> Sovereign Cognito. Cognito. Whoa, ponies take heed to Lord oh, Jason. Lord. And then G uh, I got G Mark Lewis two dollar super chat. Ge Gears of Ultimate Edition, too much A button. Okay, I don't know where that's going okay, for. Get kids move. We got five dollar kids move. Jason, is there such thing as a controlled leak with embargo dates? Question for Jason. <laughs> a controlled leak. Yes. Like I like guess someone... I guess like a like they don't they intend it. But they want it to look like a leak. Not that I, I've never heard of anything. Okay, okay. okay. there's your question. There you go. Let me get Gene. That's my boy. That's lordsgaming.net's own right here. We'll be at PAX. $10 super chat. Jason, thanks for coming on. Thoughts on the timeline for new consoles and the rumors of chip issues? Will your new bo book be a launch title? Just kidding. J E T J E T S Jets, 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 Jets. That's okay. Right, baby. Woo. Jet love in there. Man, what I, what I keep wondering is how coronavirus is going to affect yeah. the consoles because a lot of that stuff yes. is manufactured in China. That, yeah. that that is what concerns me and i wonder yeah. what they're gonna have to do if that continues yeah. um chip issues i don't know i haven't heard anything about chip chip manufacturing issues maybe there's some new rumor that i haven't i've been the past four weeks because i've been like marathoning on my book i haven't paid super close attention to every single game yeah. story and stuff but um but yeah i haven't heard anything like that yeah we'll be going in on that today yeah we're going in there <laughs> i think it'd be really it'd be really tough if like coronavirus or something else forced yes. either of them to get out of this fall yeah. that would be so just I, I do have a quick question like yes. let's say that the coronavirus forces one to leave the holiday but not the other you think that would be dramatically effective for the other Yes, 100%. Oh, for sure. Okay. Of course. Shout out to Ryan Landis to our Super Chat. Jason, well, he said it like this is a whodunit. What really happened to Sean Layden? <laughs> like, like, he knows where the like, body is. Like, he knows where the body's at. Like, 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 like,
I heard you paint houses. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got to move on, man. James oh, got limited time, but these, that was a great segment. We had to get that in. The, the, the fans that realm yes. wanted that. So uh, let's get to the main event, which is uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, man. And that is the outstanding piece of work that you did. A gem of investigative Thank reporting. You're welcome. I don't man. read much, but I read that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and how, how video games are made, especially like... Behind the scenes, you know, one aspect of game development, a lot of gamers, you know, we, we really don't have no clue about what's going on. I'll, I'll be the first to admit I was part of that. So it was really cool to see you kind of lift that veil, right? And, and and show what was going on with development. A lot of our beloved games, you had Witcher 3, you had Destiny in there, you know what I'm saying? So many good games. So I want to ask about the creative process about that, creating that as far as inspiring the book. And then what are some of the hardest aspects of like of that investigative report, like getting those scoops, getting these people to maybe anonymously talk to you, and like those, those the risk involved, like break that whole process down. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, one more thing, I just had this other random thought on sure, the bias. Yeah. I actually think something that really affects bias more than anything else is Ooh. like how crazy fans are going to react. Ooh. And this is something that I hear about a lot from reviewers. Ooh. And that is like, there used to be, and maybe there still is this, this idea that like reviewers are bribed by big corporations Ooh. like PR. They're worried about PR people or whatever else that doesn't happen. If it mm -hmm. does happen, it's reported. If it does happen, someone mm -hmm. send me a tip so I can write about this. That'd be an amazing, <laughs> amazing story. But we end up um, getting Jay some kind of scoop. <laughs> yeah, right. Hit me up. Um, what does happen? What does happen is mm. that people are worried about how readers will react, mm. and I bet you that has led to people giving a little bit higher scores. Jason, mm. we show you show um, you want to do this on IOP? <laughs> I, I am betting you. I am betting you. I mean, this is not on the reviewers. Like, this is not the fault of the reviewer. This is because they're fucking they're worried about death hold threats on, hold and on. crazy fans. Let and like, um, and I think that if anything, people will overcorrect because of like crazy Xbox fanboys. <laughs> going after them or crazy tony fanboys there are plenty on both sides uh -huh. going after them um and it's like overcorrect by like not wanting to say something mm. they really you know, not wanting to write something or not wanting to to score something so, that they really i gotta ask, so, i gotta so follow i gotta follow hold on i gotta ask this so yeah, this it. is this is you just dropped the ball now my question is <laughs> do you think this is more so in line with the rise of the metacritic era because a lot of gamers now that Metacritic is like the Holy Grail. That's the Bible. If their game is the 90-something Metacritic, oh, Lord, my I, my champion is better than your champion, right? So do you think this all kind of plays into, is it cyclical? Yeah, I actually wrote a piece a few years ago about all the problems with Metacritic and all the all the ways that publishers like manipulate it and all the ways that all the mm. problems it has. It's worth reading. You should check it out on Kotaku. Just Google Kotaku Metacritic. I got you. I got you. Know? Wow. Get at it. So, so mm -hmm. yeah, and I think that anything that like, gamifies quality like mm -hmm. anything that tries to quantify the, mm -hmm. the 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 level of a game the amount mm -hmm. of fun in a game or whatever else mm -hmm. is gonna be poisonous to discourse and just like gonna gonna mm -hmm. make people like inflame people enrage people more because not mm -hmm. you enter this this you combine that with the tribalism and mm -hmm. it's like oh look sony had more top rated mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they go to memes oh, no, Xbox. Yeah. Right, oh, this is true crackdown three whatever yeah so mm. so that i think is is just like it's all contributing it's all this just like giant stew of like toxic mm. behavior and shittiness on the mm. internet and um, let's get all these super yeah, chats yeah, yeah, no, let me go wow. ahead and, uh, yeah 
Let's go. I, mean, I got it. I got and then it. I'll answer your question. Yes, yes. All right. Shout out to JD Gamer with the $10. Super chat bias exists in everything, whether it's in a favorite sports team or brand name jeans. People are wired to categorize things and designate them good or bad, which leads to bias. Key is to admit that bias. Mm. Shout out to Elemental PO, $5 super chat. Who will bend the knee when we all find out Sony rushed the launch of PS5? Oh, my God. Okay. Who got, who got <laughs> clowns? Who got, we got a $2 super chat from Clouds. Jason, what was your favorite point and click game? Oh man, back in the day, Monkey Island. Oh, uh, Monkey Island, Escape from Monkey Island, yes. yes love yes, Monkey yes, Island. Not yes. missed. Here, here, here's a really funny one. I uh, got a $2 super set from Bad Vic Gamers. Jason, blink twice if Sean Layton is at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shout out to, to Will My Hood, my guy. Oh, Thank my God, Will Me. $99 super chat, $100 super chat. Morning, Lords, and and I have to agree, the gaming community can can be extremely toxic. No yes. doubt. Shout out to Slow Mo Backslap Rap Podcast. Jason, how many credible sources do you need to hear the same info from before you go public with the info? Thanks for the work you do. That's a good question. It depends. Um, it depends on depends like, who the sources are. It depends what kind of sources they yeah. are. If it's like someone who has firsthand knowledge versus someone who has secondhand knowledge, it right. depends what position they're in. Mm -hmm. um, it depends what the info is. If it's something like humongous, I might want to wait for as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. So it really depends. There's no like okay. very, there's no cut and dry answer. How but ideally, at least two. Okay. But beyond that, do you do you kind of how do you determine what to sit on and what not to sit on? Like in terms of how you view the information that's coming out like the, what's more important what could you sort of let let the you know whatever the publisher whatever talk about themselves how do you sort of determine what you come out with and what you don't yeah this is something that i like wrestle with all the time still because it's something i don't have a clear answer to the answer is mm -hmm. the, the the actual answer is on a case-by-case -case basis like i talk to my editor steven we figure it out mm -hmm. the okay. but, like i really don't know because i give a lot of thought to like is this going to cause unnecessary pain to anybody is this mm -hmm. going to harm people is this gonna mm -hmm. like like so many times i hear from game developers who like take this stuff seriously and like feel really shitty when their announcement is leaked for one reason or another so mm -hmm. i give that some consideration too um yeah. oftentimes i mean the stories i prefer doing are stories that are like you won't find out about this anyway as opposed mm -hmm. to this is going to be announced in a few months or a few right. weeks or whatever right. um, okay. but those stories are still important just because it's important to get info out there mm -hmm. that's my job is to report information so mm -hmm. it really depends and like i i, I could talk a lot about this because i wrestle yeah. with this a lot All but i want to let you guys no no just real quick because we got to get the topics going we got to get we got we got to yeah. get so your thing is just mm -hmm. real quickly your thing is not to be first just to be correct and to so your mind is clear when you put out your pieces well, both first and correct is ideal. Mm -hmm. um, right. Here, I'll tell you a funny story. When mm -hmm. I first started Kotaku, mm -hmm. um, it was like February 2012. I was listening to an Ubisoft earnings call. And um, you know how Yves Guillemont, the, the CEO mm -hmm. of Ubisoft, has a very thick French accent? Yeah. So yeah. He said he said something like the new Assassin's Creed will be coming out on, uh, on, uh, on, on November 30th, 30th, 30th. It was said like that, right? Uh. And I was like, oh, 30th. And then it turned out to be 13th or something like that. Like, I, I mixed them up. And I said to my boss, I was like, oh, my God, like I just started. Right. So like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, mm. man, how do you like are how are you both quick and accurate? And he mm. looks at me and he's like, you better be fucking both quick and accurate. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. You sorry. Better be both like you have to be both fast and accurate because that's the job. That's the job of a journalist. And okay. it's hard, but that's why like, I mean, mm. that's that's why you get the the public position and the the the. Mm -hmm. Um, so you get so yeah to answer your question I mean 
both is really important. Right. Yeah, so, I know because mm-hmm. yeah, I feel that as a journalist, you wrestle with stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so we got a move. Well, what, got... what I'm talking about is like stuff that won't be that'll be announced, um, like that I hear about, and like trying to weigh over whether I want to report it now. Usually, okay. I know it's accurate, mm-hmm. but whether I want to report it now and like spoil the announcement and potentially like really make some people mad, make some people right. upset who work in games and right. like want feel special about their game mm-hmm. and don't want it revealed through a Kotaku leak. That's a sort of thing that I'm talking about, okay. and that's something okay. I think about all the time. Well, you answered all my right. second part in reference to the investigative aspect, so we got that 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 mm-hmm. part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted, the, the first part, yeah. The inspiration, Blood Pixels, right? yeah. Bloodsmith, the inspiration, like what made you say, okay, I want to put these stories together for the you know these these games, these specific games. Yeah, so it's a funny story. So in 2014, it all starts with Destiny. A lot of my career Woo! comes back to Destiny. Right? So 2014, Destiny comes out. We all play it. It's clearly a mess when it launched. Um, it's clear, like the story. It's even like even today, looking back at it, it's so funny how they did the story. Like the way that like characters just pop up and disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, it feels like this this uh, just like montage, like hodgepodge, hodgepodge, like like when you you haven't gone to the grocery store in a while and you're like what's in my fridge that i can mix together to like make some dinner tonight and so you're like all right i got mustard and kale and some oh i think some pork over here and you're just like all right what can i do with all this that's that's the destiny story it was like and it did not taste good um so so i was like uh, i kept asking how did this happen like mm-hmm. something must have happened here right mm-hmm. and so over time i started finding out more and more mm-hmm. wound up writing a story in the fall of 2015 mm-hmm. that was about how destiny's story was rebooted and all the stuff that happened behind the scenes to make destiny mm-hmm. um and after that i got an email from this guy charlie who is now my agent who okay. was like hey like we could turn this into a book. And so we started talking, we put together this proposal that was like, what if it was a book collection of stories like this? Mm. And so we shopped that around to book publishers, got a couple of bites and wound up signing a deal in mm. 2016. And then I went off and started doing all the reporting and like mm. talking to people and, and getting the stories together. So mm. when it comes to stuff like writing that book and the stories, was it particularly hard to get that info from some of these publishers and developers? Some of them. Um, so what happened with the first book was I reached out to a bunch of different publishers like for because uh, there's two different types of stories, right? There's the official story that's like PR sanctioned and like people are on the record and stuff. And then there's the unofficial story where you go around and you talk to people and you try to get them to talk to you, mm-hmm. ideally using their name. But if necessary, anonymously, um, you could try to get them to talk to you and tell you the real story about right. what happened, right? Mm-hmm. So the book was a mix of both. Some of them were me going to like Naughty Dog and talking to the Un- Uncharted 4 people mm-hmm. or like going to Obsidian and talking to the Pillars of Eternity people. And then some of the stories were me tracking on my own. People mm. who worked on Halo Wars or mm. on, uh, on Destiny, on Star mm. Wars 1313, right? Yeah. So it's like a, a, a good mix of, mm. of that stuff. And there were actually some stories that I wanted to do but couldn't because the mm. publishers said no or like mm. I didn't have access. Um, the one that I really wanted to do and still would love Which to one? do is Madden. Because Ooh, from what I hear, okay. the annual release cycle is super, super crazy, like mm-hmm. crazy amounts mm-hmm. of overtime. And mm-hmm. like they they essentially have like nine months to make each game because mm, there's yeah. like development cycle, to, mm-hmm. or, like right before you release and right after you mm-hmm. release. Right. So so they can't actually do anything substantial with that. And right. so I find that super fascinating. But sadly, mm-hmm. they didn't want to participate and mm-hmm. um, haven't been able to do that yet. Maybe one day, hopefully one day. No doubt. Real quick, no, we got to get never going to want to participate in that. Got to get the super <laughs> chat. Shout out JD Gamer, Jason, what do you think? about crack that i don't think of time for that but yes that and yeah. womanhood timestamp 20 dollars which i timestamp this super chat jason does not deny the playstation 5 will be solar powered <laughs> laugh out loud all right so we got we got I this. Yeah. That. yes I, I, not... <laughs> I, do, I do have one question before we move on mm-hmm. uh when it yeah. comes to you know 
the publishers, you know, we were talking about, you know, the book and getting the info. From your personal experience, what would you say is the easiest, like, big publisher to work with? Bethesda. He's beloved by Bethesda. They love his yeah. investigative reporting. That's such a good question. I don't know because all of them have like their quirks, right? Mm -hmm. So like Nintendo, for example, Nintendo is super good about sending us early copies of games, like mm -hmm. really early, right? They'll send out games like sometimes three, four weeks in advance, but they're much more like tight lipped when it comes to like getting interviews about things or like, mm -hmm. like wanting to go dive into things and like do special features on them and stuff like that. So everyone has kind of like their, their pros and cons when it comes to to the way that they interact with people. So, AKA, like, you can review our stuff and give it publicity, but you ain't talking to none of us over mm -hmm. here. Right. <laughs> so well, we won't well, anything. They're very much mm -hmm. about, like, they want their interviews to be tied to current products, so yeah. they, like, don't want to do stuff on, like, older games or, like, mm -hmm. other interesting profiles or stuff like that. They just want to be like, all right, time to sell the new Animal Crossing. We want to do interviews. Yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So, right. I don't so think we got Nintendo. your money already, so yeah. we just want you to buy the new stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Shout out to Nintendo. Japanese <laughs> companies also are very different than western companies in a lot of ways yeah important. they have a lot of cultural reasons for like like they're very uh mm -hmm. quiet in a lot of ways and mm -hmm. reserved and tight-lipped about a lot of things okay real okay. quick we'll move over to the last two games in reference to that was uh, obviously just want to ask for me personally the, the last thing was a destiny question obviously tremendous blowout information on that now in this current destiny world with bungie on their own you know, post Activision, and then we know they've lost um, High Moon Studios of Vicarious Visions <laughs> that helped out. Mm -hmm. Do you think this pushes back Destiny Three, or do you know? Do you think Destiny Three is still on on track with the current setup? And then I want to get into Anthem. I think Destiny 2, I think they've actually made it clear that they see Destiny 2 as their future for at least the next few years. Um, and I think they made that clear last year when they did their whole thing, like right before E3, when they yes. did their big live stream and yeah. Luke Smith and Mark Nose really came out and they were like, this is going to be a consistent, like persistent, evolving world, blah, 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 whatever right. buzzwords they use. Um, I think Ooh. they're trying to to keep Destiny 2 going for a long time. I think okay. there is their plan. I know they're doing other games too. Yeah, like yeah. I don't even know how many. It's probably either six or seven hundred people of Bungie these days. Mm -hmm. Between Destiny 2's constant stream of updates mm -hmm. and some of the other games they're working on, um, who knows if they even have the bandwidth for like making yeah. a totally new Destiny 3. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think at least for the next couple of years, I think Destiny 2 is going to mm -hmm. be just like constantly cycled in and out with new stuff. Gotcha. That's now, what I believe. Anyway. Anthem question, because again, tremendous investigative reporting. I mean, you I broke you some stuff. Oh, man. Not you just blew Twitter, YouTube. You, yeah. 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 I was Bro. doing the provocateur stuff. And you <laughs> Shout out to King Provocateur. Because yeah, I was saying it was dead before it got here. <laughs> but I mean, I want to I wanna touch on that, Jason, man. I mean, you, you really killed it. And we had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. So I wanna, I wanna ask you in reference to the anthem. Obviously, we know the rumblings that it's, you know, they, they're trying to make a comeback. They, they're not gonna abandon the game. But there's, a, there's a point of contention about some of the stuff that you, not contention, but there's, there's some, some questions we have, which is in reference to yeah. the difficulty of the frostbite engine, right? The climate there, as far as leadership, and you know, and your, your your reports saying that they would take so long just to make a decision, and and mm -hmm. then we, we're hearing things now from the lead writer like Drew Carpitian stating that it was so corporate, and he's making kind of like so. With all this information, like based on what you wrote and what you reported, you know, who do you blame more? Do you do you feel it's Bioware? They would the one that's currently exists, not the one that we know from back in the day. Do you think they would just misdirection, or was it? 
Frostbite is so difficult. And EA just threw this in their hand, and, it, and they just should have just fought back, maybe pushed back, kind of like how Respawn with Vincent Pella is like, no, we're using Unreal. We're not doing that. So what, what's your thought process on this? Um, well, I mean, I think that it's clear in the piece that I wrote last year that it's Bioware made this game, and EA was not coming in and being like, you guys have to make a Destiny clone, mm. the way that a lot of people thought they mm. were. It was more like Bioware saying, hey, this is what we want to do, mm. and Bioware's leadership kind of unable to step up and fill the void mm -hmm. that Casey Hudson left. Right. Um, he started, and then not all sorts of problems that I mentioned there. Mm -hmm. Frostbite is certainly a huge problem for the mm -hmm. Bioware people, and that would not be a problem without EA. Mm -hmm. But I think, I also think that a lot of this is like, it's very difficult to kind of distinguish the two mm -hmm. companies after a certain point, and it's very difficult to be like, well, this this company is the problem, and not this company. This mm -hmm. company is totally great, too. Because so many people are just constantly moving in and yeah. out, and the way that EA operates is mm -hmm. that, like, they'll have people from all of their studios working on all their different games, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, right now, there are people in EA Vancouver working on Anthem, mm -hmm. on the new Anthem, and there are people in, uh, at Bioware working on, like, dice stuff or like mm -hmm. other like they have people oh, shuffling all over, all over the place because they have they only have certain number of engineers across the company right mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. some of those people have to be like on call for different games so, based on what's needed mm -hmm. do you think that makes all of their employees more diverse if they're always working on different projects like that um, I don't know. I, I think it depends on the employee. It depends like what type of person you want to, mm -hmm. you, you are and if you like doing that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But um, the point I'm making wider is that like the way that I don't know if you guys have ever worked for a company that then got acquired by someone else or like got taken Hello. over by someone Hello. else. Both know how it is. So like yeah. the way the corporate culture works is it's a very gradual, subtle yes. thing. Yes. And like suddenly you'll go into the cafeteria and like the posters won't be on the wall anymore. Yep. Some suddenly like mm -hmm. this one person that you relied on in HR like no longer works there and yep. you have to go to this person. So like that's the type of thing that happens when EA acquires a studio. And mm -hmm. I think EA is very good at like being hands off um, right. almost to uh, a negative extent because mm -hmm. they wind up letting developers that they acquire just kind of do what what they want to do mm -hmm. but also it's hard to deny and it's hard to get away from that like gravitational pull of like the mm -hmm. corporate culture of the company mm -hmm. that buys you. So, so yeah i think that that oftentimes like we like i said before we like stories we mm -hmm. like narrative mm -hmm. narratives especially so it's hard to kind of imagine it's hard to even fathom the nuances that mm -hmm. often go into this sort of thing but it's mm -hmm. a lot a lot of that is important because mm -hmm. um uh, people are what makes these games great are the people and mm -hmm. Like, if you look at the credits for some of these games, you'll mm. see that, like, well, how much of Bioware is even still around these mm. days? How much of that is, like, what does Bioware even mean today? Mm. Um, and I think that's some of the stuff that Drew Carpishian was alluding to in right. the blog. Um, it's just the way that these things can change. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's easy for us to, like, put all this power into a brand right. without, like, looking at the specific people involved. Mm -hmm. no, um, good point. So, yeah, so, long story short, Anthem is a mess because of a lot of different <laughs> So it's a combination so, of both. It's a combination yeah. of both, yeah. See, yeah. that was the journalistic uh, answer. The, the <laughs> other answer I said was I never knew they would fit anywhere in between oh my God. Destiny and uh, The Division. I just uh -huh. never thought there would be a, uh -huh. a middle ground that somebody mm. would gravitate to because it's like picking a school is mm. you are already like tribalism you mm. are already in one camp mm. you are already in another camp mm. so you can't so, really split it three ways. Yeah. Well, if it, it would be interesting to see if it was good. And if yeah. it comes back and it's like Anthem 2.0 and it's actually yeah. really good, it'll be interesting to see mm -hmm. if it fits. Do you think they got a shot with Casey back? Just like my last one, Anthem. Do you think they got a I don't shot? Think, 
I think Casey Casey's current role is studio head, so I don't think he has hands-on in oh, the direction. Yeah, yeah. That, that I think he's more of the, the corporate oversight type oh. person, like liaisoning with VA and stuff like that. Oh. I, I do think they have a shot just because they have a lot of people in, in Austin mm-hmm. who worked on Star Wars The Old Republic who are talented people who are now working on this mm-hmm. thing. And, mm-hmm. and who knows? I, I mean, I, there are a lot of different ways this could go, but mm-hmm. um, I think Casey Casey's involvement now is more from mm-hmm. like an overall strategic point right. of view as both directing the game. Right. So we do have a super chat that has yes. a question for you. Yeah. Uh, we got a five dollar uh, cloak nine oh one. I definitely butchered your name. I apologize, Jason. Do you think the rumored first party games from Sony going to PC is good for gaming? I think it is. Question. I think it's tremendous for gaming. Yeah, I think they, they got bad at my you. My ideal world <laughs> is like no consoles anymore because mm. they're all just like open garden PCs where you can just play anything <laughs> you want. On them. Oh, you just want anarchy. <laughs> I do because we've kind of we've become accustomed to this closed garden ecosystem where yeah. like the consoles all have their exclusives and mm-hmm. people only make games for specific consoles and if you think about it if you like really step back and think about it that mm-hmm. is so bad for the customer mm-hmm. as opposed to a world where it was like like imagine if you could only play your sony blu-rays on your sony blu-ray player yep. imagine if you can only watch like Lionsgate films on the Lionsgate. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's, so, it's so messed up the way that we've all just like so, that this so has become it's, reality. it's easy to say that you know Phil Dominus Maximus Spencer oh, has got the thing right there where he wants Xbox all over the place on anything. Let's just get to it. Let's just let's just get yeah, to it. Thing, so, so I love that philosophy from him. I don't mm. understand why they're still doing an Xbox Series X mm-hmm. instead of an Xbox that is that runs Steam and is open garden and like mm. lets you play anything. That's mm. what I want to see. Let, let's get to it, Jason, because you 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 you're literally transitioning to my. Next question. Shout out to the 204. Shout out to the Look, That's all right. Good. So next generation yeah. consoles are on the rise, right? They, they're coming in 2020. We got mm-hmm. two differing approaches, right? We got Microsoft. You know, obviously we had the the video game awards revealed, the, the Series X, the Hellblade. You know, and as King jokingly calls him, Phil Dominus Maximus Spencer, Xbox only oh, begotten son. Yes, yes. <laughs> Xbox only begotten son. You That's know what I'm right. saying? Thank you it's, for saving my box. <laughs> Was very, it's very aggressive, and we know they're very aggressive with the philosophy of Game Pass versus Sony, which seems, seems to be taking more of a measured, patient approach with PlayStation 5 and, as far as the reveal. But we do know that they're doing exclusives to PS5 only, as opposed to the Microsoft philosophy, where for the first two years, you know, that, that they're going to be kind of cross-generational throughout kind of bit. So I my, think Microsoft philosophy is totally different. It's like more of like a phone thing, where it'll yes, be like yes. a certain... Like generations of like obsolete, like, right? Yeah, but go ahead. No, sorry. You don't know, no, literally, that was it. And my question so, just what's your feeling on both approaches now coming into this gen? Like, where, where are you at with both sides? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm very anti-exclusive in general. Like, I mm-hmm. think everything should be on everything. Mm-hmm. So it would thrill me if, like, uh, Sony made it so I could play The Last of Us 2 and whatever else comes. Um, on my PC, like, oh, fanboys are not liking you right now. They, this right, is right. This I is mean, not- <laughs> Like, go, go, go. Let me know who you are so I can block you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that means I can't have my Anaconda logo on my Twitter. I can't have my... <laughs> right. I don't want to see the Scorpio logo. <laughs> the fucking, like, greater on PlayStation. I can't tweet I you about Tower of Power logo on PlayStation. <laughs> um, I, can't, I, I can't tweet you and say hashtag greatness away. Greatness away? I can't do that to you? <laughs> I want... I want 
PC. Uh, I want open anarchists. I want open anarchists. <laughs> yes, yes. Continue, um, continue, sir. Yeah, that's but that's what I want. I, and I, I think we are headed towards that way. I think Microsoft mm. is really forward thinking in terms of like creating an ecosystem for Xbox and mm. getting everyone on Xbox Game Pass, which is like such a good value right now that mm. it's ridiculous. I think I tweeted this a couple of months ago when mm. Bethesda announced their Fallout like uh, uh, subscription thing mm. for Fallout 76. <laughs> I was like, for the same, for like less than this subscription, you could get Xbox Game Pass with uh, The Outer Worlds and Fallout 4 and mm-hmm. like Fallout New Vegas. Oh, I don't know yeah. Fallout 4, but Fallout New Vegas, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so like, mm-hmm. why would anyone do that? But anyway, my point is that that like offers mm-hmm. a ton of value to anybody. Um, I am a little worried that like, we're going to get to this world sort of like we're headed in TV mm-hmm. where there are bazillion subscriptions and like yeah. suddenly everybody is, yeah. we're, we're, yeah. we're heading, hitting this confluence of, of too many and it's oversaturated. But I think that that's the future that I would like to see is what Xbox is doing as opposed to mm-hmm. Sony's old school, like we're going to make games for PlayStation thing. But that mm-hmm. said, with Horizon, as mm-hmm. I reported a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. going to PC, I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see if that's like a one-off thing yeah, that they do. that's a question. And then forget about it. Um, or if they bring more games to PC, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring more games to PC after that. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Okay, fair do enough. You, do you believe that is the new philosophy with Jim Dan Smooth Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, these are words, these are names, this is my provocateur stuff. Being that uh, he's in position and being that it's a new, I believe it's a new Sony. I don't believe it's the same old Sony. They're doing some of the same old methods, but trying to do new methods. And if they do make money with, with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, and I think that opens the floodgates to bring over older games like God of War, mm-hmm. uh, games like Spider-Man. Let's let's get old money and turn mm-hmm. it into new money. And then going forward, you might see a date and date. I don't know, but mm-hmm. do you think date and date might happen if they are hugely successful in bringing these older IAPs over? Could be. I, I honestly have no idea. I have no Ooh. idea what they're thinking. I have no idea what. I mean, really, uh, what they're thinking right now is, seems pretty baffling. Like the fact Ooh. that they've revealed the PlayStation Five through yeah, two wired, wired articles, articles. Yeah. Really strange to me. So bizarre, like such a bizarre way of doing things, mm-hmm. especially because people love the whole like stage show, like yeah. presentation. Like I remember, I mean, I, people freaked out at the PlayStation meeting in February of 2013. Yes. They announced PS4, like people love that shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I would think that they would want to recreate that success, <coughs> but like who, who even knows what's mm-hmm. going on with them these days? Mm-hmm. Clearly a lot of executive shuffling and shakeups and people moving around. Herman Hulse from Guerrilla Games just took over as the head of PlayStation Worldwide Studios. So that's definitely going to change some things and make some things. Um, it'll lead to a lot of interesting changes, I'm sure, for them. But um, yeah, I have no idea. And the, and, what- the a- and the active users thing now, they, they're saying now, they're pretty much mirroring what <laughs> Xbox or Phil Spencer used to say, where they're saying, Yoshida's saying that's the new metric that they're judging console as opposed to, you know, a lot of the fanboys saying, you know, that console hardware is the de facto metric. And they're saying, no, I mean, as a philosophy chaser, do you also see things? I'm not going to call them what King calls them, but do you see them shifting <laughs> on, on, on their philosophies? Um, yeah, I mean, could be. I, I honestly have no idea. I, I don't know Jim Ryan at all, and I don't really mm-hmm. know anything about the way that he thinks and the way that his strategy is going to unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am very curious, and I would like to see them mm-hmm. do something that's like like more of a focus on PlayStation Now and like mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. getting more of the, the ecosystem rather than the platform. I think that's the smart approach. Mm-hmm. I think it's what people want. I don't mm-hmm. think people want to be tied to, to consoles anymore. One thing, one tidbit I will share, one thing that I Let's have go. heard Ooh. about PS5, Ooh. and this is kind of like, 
mirrored Exclusive. in the wired stuff so it's not like a huge scoop because mm -hmm. they've hinted at this sort of thing before but i think mm -hmm. one of the things they're going for is like right now you open up your ps4 like you mm -hmm. you turn on your ps4 and mm -hmm. if you can find the tiny little power thing like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You spend an hour searching for the power button, i'll do the same thing turn on yeah. the ps4 um, and then uh, you open up a game. It takes a couple minutes for the PS4 to load. You open up a game. It has to download a patch. It takes another 20 minutes. Then you mm. load up a game. It takes forever to load. It takes mm. another 10 minutes. By the time you got into the game, you're out of time. And like you have to go put your kid to sleep or something, right? Yeah. So I think what they're going for is cutting all that down and mm. making their PS5 accessible to the mm. to to the extent that netflix is accessible and i think mm. one of the one of the things i've heard is that like in presentations to mm. developers they're like think of like we want to do what netflix does where you can mm. just like turn this on like pick where you want to be mm. at a certain point like mm. download only like so if you just want to play multiplayer call of duty you just download the multiplayer part nice. as opposed to the single player intelligent part. yeah intelligent delivery kind of like like who knows how much of this will actually come to fruition and one mm. of one of the reasons i'm hesitant to share a lot of what i hear about mm. like rumors of next gen things change a lot of it is like high in the sky yeah mm. well like with the xbox one for example this is a bit of a tangent but oh, let's go there <clears throat> their producers used to go around with these flash cards that mm -hmm. would be like like cloud and like smart glass and like <laughs> Azure, like all these other buzzwords and yeah. they would be like this is what we're going for and connect and obviously all that changed drastically like right, in right. the first year Right, so things change very, very quickly and very, very drastically. Mm. But anyway, with Sony, I think that's part of their whole big grand vision is mm. like play games in a, as easy a form as possible, mm -hmm. so that you're not tempted to just like say fuck it and switch mm -hmm. to Netflix, which is so much easier to deal with, <laughs> and also so they can reach more and more people who mm. like wouldn't normally play games. All right, last question. Well, that, that, that makes kind of sense because that's a huge deterrent for me. That's why I turn it on and yeah. I see all these mm -hmm. updates I got to do, and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, game someplace else. Last okay. question because we're at the we at the mark um so crunch culture i know yep. you're reporting on this you have some very strong feelings about it obviously you know the situation at rockstar and things of that nature and you shining a, a light a lot, a lot on these things so and i know how you feel about unions and things of that nature so i just want to say like you know why is it so important to you and then the second thing is also do you ever think you know we'll ever get to a point of, of like maybe a games you know union for these developers and stuff like that? And the flip side, which is sometimes an argument, which is a lot of people say, well, hey, no one's got a gun to your head and make you you know developer A, you know you, you could just leave, you know what I'm saying, kind of thing. So that's like, that's like the comic where it's like someone a, a peasant being like society should be improved, and then like the guy <laughs> pops up and is like like no you you don't have to be like. Man. Oh, let's go. I'm, let's I'm, get it. I'm, 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 I'm like fucking <laughs> my paraphrasing of this is bad, but go look up that comic for uh -huh. if you want to know what I'm talking about. Um let's so get it. to answer oh, mm -hmm. gonna, my wife is walking I in, know. so I'm gonna shut off my camera. That's okay. Um, okay, go ahead. So this is live, by the way. Just live. So, so um so uh to answer your second question, I do think a union is gonna happen. Oh um, wow. I think it's a question of when, not if. Like mm -hmm. we're getting to the point. The last stat I saw was some mm -hmm. survey that was like fifty four four percent of survey developers want to unionize wow um, so that is humongous and i think that's just going to keep growing as more and more people like talk about it and get educated on like what a union can do mm -hmm. um because it's not really it's having been through the ringer and like actually mm -hmm. been part of a company that is unionized and like mm -hmm. heard all the pros and cons it's not exactly what i thought it was when mm -hmm. i first started off um, so I do think it's going to happen as more and more people get educated and talk about what a union can do for their companies and their like trades, right? Mm -hmm. um, so as for crunch culture and yes. why I care about it, I actually yes. think it's really important, and this is something I've tried to make clear. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really important to uh, 
not decouple crunch from a lot of the other issues in mm -hmm. video game development, mm -hmm. right? Because right. a lot of people work ridiculous hours. Right. Um, my wife is a lawyer. She works crazy hours, right? Mm -hmm. what, what kind of makes gaming stand out in a mm -hmm. lot of ways is that it's not just crunch. It's also pretty low pay and mm. um, volatility, which is yes. what the book that I'm working on right now is nice. about. Um, right. it's, it's about um, these constant layoffs that you see whenever a company is at the end of their production cycle. And then mm -hmm. you always hear like last year with Bobby Kotick being like, Activision Blizzard is in the best shape ever as mm -hmm. 800 people are being laid off. Mm -hmm. across the country. Um, mm -hmm. It's this wealth disparity. It's sexism and racism, mm -hmm. which are mm -hmm. like just as big as the video game in, in the video game industry as they are in the video game community. Mm -hmm. um, and like all these other problems, uh, plenty of other things that I'm not bringing up right now, mm -hmm. um, stresses of like management. And mm -hmm. um, with Bioware, one of the things I heard from a lot of those people is that the stress that came up mm -hmm. um, for them was not even the crunch as mm -hmm. much as like the fact that like they knew that what they were working on might not be relevant or might mm -hmm. not be good or like could be ripped apart and torn up. Um, mm -hmm. I've been writing about m one of the, the chapters in my new book is actually about Irrational and Bioshock mm -hmm. Infinite. Mm -hmm. And that was a stressful project, not just because of crunch, um, up, <laughs> baby's uh, crying. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> salute to the little Jason. Mm -hmm. She she was upset when I talked about crunch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh, really difficult for people, not just because of crunch, but because Ken Levine, the creative director of Bioshock Infinite, would be constantly mm -hmm. rewriting and changing things and iterating and mm -hmm. just like ripping things apart and throwing out people's hard work. Mm -hmm. um, and that made for a better game ultimately, or mm -hmm. or in, at least that's what they saw as making making for a better game because it's mm -hmm. a necessary part of the creative process. But but like mm -hmm. it also is extremely stressful mm -hmm. even if you are living this dream life right. of like i get to make video games for a living mm -hmm. it just winds up like all these stresses compound so it's mm -hmm. not just crunch is the point that i'm trying to make gotcha. like we all work i've been working like 16 hour days for the past few weeks trying to finish mm -hmm. this book we all we've all had to work long hours Fact. Fact. but it's that combined with everything else that just mm -hmm. makes things really terrible and, and sometimes yeah. oftentimes people don't get paid for the crunch because they're on salary mm -hmm. so like that wow. itself is like unfathomable right wow so, yeah that's just like right, real quick just to cut to the all the points you made about the underlying stuff that's going on in gaming whether it be the gender bias the crunch and all that stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, and, I, and you've always talked about how proud you are of the work that you're doing at kotaku do you mm -hmm. think your work particularly in the past five years where a lot of these things have have surfaced do you think it's really moved the needle in the industry do you mm -hmm. you see publishers and these companies taking notice of this and saying we have to be more transparent and we have to be better, A, and be more transparent because this stuff is going to be surfaced. People are better educated about this stuff. Do you see the industry being positively responsive to this sort of stuff? I hope so. Um, it's certainly not just us. I mean, plenty of my colleagues across the board are doing important work all the time, right. and I would be remiss not to mention all the other mm -hmm. awesome people at Kotaku, including my boss, Steven. Who's yeah. Salute to Kirk, too. I like your boy, Kirk. Yeah, Kirk's yeah. awesome, although he hasn't been at Kotaku in, in a little while. Damn. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we're still podcasting together. He's on the Kentucky podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about split screen. I like the most split screen. Yeah, yeah. So, so I hope so. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like a skeptical person by nature. So anytime I hear that like a company is trying to do better, I'm looking into right now, like Rockstar, for example, like what they've been doing in recent months. And Dan Hauser is gone now. They're their co-founder and one of the top people of the company. And I'm kind of I've been talking to people and trying to figure out the 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 effects of that. So the answer is I hope so. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, we are certainly not the only people who have been doing this. This has been talked about for a long time. There's been a lot of yeah. great work done over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, like even mm -hmm. 
just the, the fact that people are talking about it more and more is is mm -hmm. fantastic and like if i can contribute to any small part of that that will that's make awesome. me very very happy that's awesome well we're glad you shined that light on it i know you got to go so uh, we're gonna get you out of here but um yeah, sure. first of all i was um, i want to i can talk about the the book i'm working on oh yes uh, please yes please a little bit just because yes, yes. i haven't had a chance to talk about that yes much. please um so that is that has been shaping up it actually went through its own kind of like reboot actually i've i've over the course of writing this book i've like run into all these problems that i write about all the time <laughs> I had to switch publishers. Um, I had to wow. reboot the book uh, uh, once a couple of years ago. So mm -hmm. um, my editor at HarperCollins the, mm -hmm. on the first book, it was mm -hmm. great. This fantastic guy, mm -hmm. Eric Myers, who like really got in and loved mm -hmm. games and stuff like that. It was Absolutely. a fantastic editor. He quit. Um, oh. So I wound up getting shuffled around and okay. that, that led to a whole lot of drama. But anyway, so the book is, What's it's actually book? about um, like volatility in the video game industry and what Ooh. happens when game studios shut down so i've been Ooh. going around and talking to a lot of different people who have been through that sort of thing um and i haven't really talked about this publicly so you guys are oh exclusive iop let's go jason um, try it let's go but yeah it should be really interesting i mean and that i think if anything is like people talk about crunch a lot and that's good but if anything is like the biggest problem in mm -hmm. games it's that volatility because so many wow. people who work in games you talk to anyone anyone who's been in the games industry for more than five mm -hmm. years chances are very high that they have moved across the country or across mm -hmm. the world because mm -hmm. they were caught in a layoff and they had to go somewhere else mm -hmm. or their mm -hmm. studio shut down and they had to go somewhere else and mm -hmm. you just, it's just the same story over and over again and so one of the things i've been doing is trying to explore that volatility tell stories about that volatility and trying to see if there are solutions to making things better or at least alleviating mm. those those problems so because there's nothing worse like part of the whole problem is that like you're crunching mm. crunching crunching working all these hours mm -hmm. and then your game comes off and come out comes out and then all the money goes to the people at the top and then you get laid off the next day right oh, like that's yeah. the 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 rhythm we keep seeing that's the cycle that keeps happening so mm. that to me is really the the, the biggest Man, problem wow that's awful i that's feel awful. like Man, you you need to go to therapy after you've developed a game. Like yeah. that's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. man. I mean, yeah. he, he's, he's telling the truth because we've had developers on. You know, shout out to Two Ton and a couple other people. Developers have. You know, people move yeah. their lives. They move their their whole career for this belief in this in this game, and to hear the results. And then you're hearing about you know certain CEOs getting a big bonus, and then at the same yep. token, you're hearing you know 800, 400 people got laid off. So this is huge. I'm glad you're attacking the subject. Cannot wait for you to to pull that book out on volatility and just culture. I mean, even the Crytek stuff you know it was reported as far as you know people not getting paid and you yep. know it, it's just crazy stuff so last thing because you got to go we do this mm -hmm. fun thing with all our guests and i gotta give up do it to you which is i need lord jason Schreier's top five video games or franchises of all time Oh man! Yeah, let's go, <laughs> let's go, Jay. You're the spot, baby. You're the hot speed in the realm. Got him. Well, so I can give you, I can give you just five games off the top of my head, but like, nobody can be like, oh my God, you're so inconsistent. Like you said, oh. these games another time because I'm just making these up right no, now. That's so fine. <laughs> this, it, 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 it's list, fluid. I can easily make a list of like my top fifty games of all time. Okay. So I can, just, I'll just name five randomly, but like, don't hold me to this oh, as like gosh. Jason's favorite five games. Ever, <laughs> it's right? all good. It's all good. All right, let's do this. You guys let's ready? do it. Let's do yes. it. All right, let's go. Number one, I'm gonna go really recent. Number one, Ooh. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. My oh. man, the greatest games journalist ever, Lord <laughs> Jason Schreier. My oh, man, God, the, goat Zelda, the, the goat Zelda, the goat Zelda. Woo! Like, 
know what that is about. Woo, like, that's an internal, that's an internal Lord thing. Every guest we have named Woo. some type of Zelda game. And, uh, like, knew he was Lord my man. King likes the Skyward Sword, so every time he names that, I, I, I have to pretty much, Listen. I have to calm him down. Every time they announce anything that's not Breath of the Wild or, or Skyward Sword, they have to calm Woo. me down. And, oh, as you can see, oh, we man. have to calm him down. That man's the number one journalist for a reason. That's that's why. Let's get this man up for the whole week. Oh, God. <laughs> Continue right. with that greatness. Continue. Yeah. All right. Breath of the Wild. Um. Number two, Final Fantasy six. Nice. Yes. Best Final Fantasy game. Fire. Number three, Super Mario World. Ooh. Number four, Sweet Card in two. Sikoni, the hundred and eight stars. Let's go. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. That is one of the greatest. I I'm a big fan of like stories and games, and Sikoni yes. 2 is one of the best stories yeah. in any video game. What else? Um, the cast was incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else we got? Number five, man. Number five. I'm, I'm I'm torn on like a few different options of this one, so man. Throw them out. Throw them out. Throw them out. Uh, um, to five. Halo. Yeah, I could go in so many different directions. I could <laughs> go like, I could go. Last of Us, um, it could go Red Dead, Redemption. Oh, oh yeah. don't do that. Just let's, let's <laughs> stop. Just Last of Us. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Say stop Last it. Stop it. Let him continue. I can go Destiny. I can go Destiny. You know what? I think you wanted something with that Destiny. Of, well, just in terms of, not in terms of like the greatness of the game, but uh -huh. just in terms of like its outsized impact on my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that might have to be in there, in there, just like in the way that it's affected me. No, no. Um, but you know what? I'm actually going to go in a different direction. But I'm going to go with StarCraft 2. He gave it an honorable mention. He gave it an honorable mention. You don't remember putting on a diaper and having a catheter? Oh my gosh. Shout out to Slowbo. He said Final Fantasy 6. That's what I thought. First of all, let's give it. Destiny, it's like, like I don't know. It's like, I, I, I love um i don't know it's like a, a heroin addict being like yeah i love heroin like, yes, come yes. on like of course yes. <laughs> that's destiny that's the perfect analogy <laughs> yo first yeah, of all of course i love heroin but like i'm like, it's not like my top five drugs it's just like it's just part it's just something i do like <laughs> yo i am lord I salute I lord it. jason schreier in the realm Absolute pleasure with this hour to hear you here with us. Hope Thanks to have you me. back sometime in the future. Where can the fine people find you? We know you got the new book coming. What else you yeah, got going book on? Is coming. Um, you can check my my Twitter is Jason Shire, and if you find if you look there, the pin tweet has a link to the tiny letter. Like it's mm -hmm. a newsletter where I'm gonna be updating nice. stuff about. Uh, I posted a couple updates, and I have mm -hmm. more updates on there about the new book, especially mm -hmm. when people can pre-order it because yes. pre-ordering is super helpful. Um, did you know that like the only way you can get on the bestseller list basically mm -hmm. is if you have enough pre-orders to like justify really? it your first week? Yeah. Oh, wow. Fun fact. So if you want to be a bestseller, if you want me to get another bestseller, I would appreciate it very much if you want to pre-order this book. Well, you got to let y'all know. Definitely um, gonna pre-order your book. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's on Amazon? No, 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 not yet. You can't you get it. I'm gonna okay. right now you can just sign up to my mailing list where mm -hmm. you can uh where you, I'll send updates and then once it's available for pre-order, it doesn't mm -hmm. even have a name yet. So if you okay. got any name suggestions, hit me up. No, but uh okay. once it once it's on available for pre-order, I will be <laughs> Advertising nonstop. Yeah, no it will doubt. be called provocative. <laughs> provocative. <but, laughs> you know, I love it, it. Do, it doesn't even end with his new book, man. His his old book's really good yeah. too, you guys. Like, I, check it out. Check yeah, out. I, I can't. Book. I can't 
begin to describe to you mm-hmm. the detail that these stories have. Yeah, man. And they, like I said, they, I could never do it in a lifetime. You know, I could, <laughs> I could have some Red Bulls, some five-hour thing, man. I could, I could be up for weeks and I could never Listen, touch that. Lord Jason, it was an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for what you do, your investigative reporting. Thank you for having me, guys. Just, it's just fantastic. Please enjoy your day. You're always welcome back in the run. We'd love to pick your uh-huh. name more. And uh, you have a good day, man. I know you got to run and, and get the little one and, and the wifey. So salute. Iron Lord, salute. Lord Jason Shrier. All right. Take it easy, guys. Take care, man. Have a good one. Peace. So you already know, man. We got to get on with the show. Fantastic section by the Lord of Kotaku. Let me address something in the chat. Yeah, what's up? We don't need this extra stuff I see in this chat. Like <laughs> people are no people are being extra extra, like attacking people on personal levels. Yeah, they can we not. please come down on that just a little bit, man? Yeah. Like, like just listen. And, and and it, you know what time. it is? You know, let me let me tell you something. Addict <laughs> saw that. I didn't see it because it's not in color. But we missed some color. If, if you want to go and attack them, you attack them in color. Yeah. You get that color, you attack no, them. No, okay, look, if you want to attack someone in color, as long as there ain't no cussing, you know, we'll probably yeah, read it. But, you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I do kind of want the chat. I don't want people to be scared to say something because I don't want people mm-hmm. to have that notion. If I say something, someone in that in the chat's going to attack me. Right. I want it to be li- civil in the chat to yeah, a point. Now, no if doubt. you want to bicker at each other, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. don't get disrespectful. Don't get that's disrespectful. All yeah, that's that's all the personal yeah, yeah, real quick it's go through these super yeah chats. please solve yeah well apologies for that guys but we needed it we had yeah, a bunch we had limited time y'all so we had to keep oh. it moving okay so shout out to uh lm elemental bio with the two dollar super chat why has sony cut back on making more games i just think they're focused they're more focused on triple a stuff so it takes longer to make those games um maybe they're indie stuff coming up um next Lord Brat with the $2 super chat. Jason preference PC or console. As someone who listens a lot to split screen, I yeah. think it's PC. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think it's PC. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 6669 with the $5 super chat. So you're saying that <laughs> the Microsoft PS5 is going to try and catch up with current tech. X Cloud, who did that for you? Switch to the push. This cock. You guys got to throw me in there with his switch. He's up. using his, your emojis oh against God. you. Dizzy, sorry to miss this one, Dizzy. $2 super chat. Thanks, Jason, for everything you do. Top notch. That was fantastic, man. We got to keep it. We got to keep it pushing. But yeah, um, he, yeah. he didn't have much time. I, yeah. I wanted to read them, but you guys, like, we had him for an hour. We already put him way over than he was supposed yeah, to. We, we were squeezing it. He, he definitely stuck around as, as long as he possibly could. Um, you know, it, it was, it was, it, that was a really nice interview, especially because he's a Jet fan. Shout out to all you that <laughs> like football. Uh, Jet fans are real fans. You understand? Shout they out to Dallas Superstar from Brad. Uh, I Dizzy attacked him over Frost. Yo, I, I tried Dizzy, to get, I just yo, gave shout out Dizzy. Info. Shout out Dizzy, shout out Slow, shout out Brap. I, I tried to hook y'all up as best I could. Y'all saw that because I know you had the, the media bias. I, you know your boy did his event, tried to do his journalism Look, on be, too. Just because it's you, Brap, mm-hmm. we're just going to, we're going to be real. Everyone put fraud alerts in that chat for Brap, all right? <laughs> oh, I, I'm on Team Dizzy nah, right now. Nah, I'm nah, team nah, Dizzy, yeah, let's yeah. go. Shut let's up. throw Brap in the bushes. Nah, Everybody nah, that's the whole thing. We ain't doing that. We ain't Yo, Brap set it off. He had one of the best questions. He made me do ask the immediate question. You knew he knew I was gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I ain't scared. Yeah, we gonna do it. We got a two dollar super shot from Elemental Pio. Does Sony care about Dreams, aka Project Spark Two? Look, 
I like Project Spark, Project but Spark. it was Dreams is on a completely different level. Yo, look, let's get into the show, y'all. We got some show, a little bit of show left, so let's get the poll popping. Last week, poll results are in, and the people have spoken to the question with the recent statements by Phil Spencer that Xbox views Amazon and Google as their main competitors going forward. <laughs> do you think this is a mistake by Microsoft to not include Sony and Nintendo as direct competitors? The winner of the Razor, oh, it's not that Razor close if it was 73%, Jesus, with but the vote was cloud infrastructure is the long-term play for the future. Phil Boom. is ahead Boom. of the curve with cloud. Coming in at second at only 18%? Damn. Xbox is being dominated by Sony and Nintendo in the console space. They need to focus on exclusive content. And then last at only 8% is I don't care until Stadia and Amazon get some actual games I care about. So Ooh. shout out to all those who participated. Mm. Uh, Lord Sov, uh, what you feel about this, sir? For sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Even, For sure. even Sony basically mm -hmm. don't care about what y'all talking about because they're going into engagements. Little Jim Dance Move Ryan is sounding <laughs> just like an Xbox right now, baby. Doing shout good, up, baby. Shout out to Graphic God. Love the emojis. Can't wait till you see the animated ones. Yes, Graphic God. We know about that. Shout out to Brad Final Super Chat. You can throw me in the bushes so long as it's the right bush. Puff, puff, puff. Pa oh, you out of control. Wow. Moving, <laughs> moving along on Sunday of the Lord's Day. Lord King, you are up. Lot of uh, uh -huh. PlayStation price. Wait, are we going to address the? the oh, sorry. Breaking news. Breaking news. Lost off. My bad. <laughs> Continue. Right before the show went live, uh, we got some news coming in that PlayStation has announced the closure of all of its official forums mm. on a global scale, mm. meaning all you know, kind of. Uh, all of the underlying forms have been around since like the PlayStation 2 days where people go for like, not necessarily like, like tips about how to work with the system and things like that. People that go back and forth have been on these forums for years. They're shutting that down completely as of February 27th. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's crazy. I understand they want to globally make, they, they probably want everything under a global PlayStation banner, right? Sort of beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what they've been doing. But to shut down the forums so abruptly mm -hmm. and not necessarily tell you what the replacement is going to be, if any, mm -hmm. is is weird to me. Mm -hmm. is weird. So break it down, Sob. Like, educate me. Because this, this happened literally right before we was going live. You know, whatever. So what are these forums? This is just, what, what are these forums about? Give, I, I don't know what's going on. But educate me. They've they've kind of they, they were always in place for people like PlayStation owners or PlayStation fans to either it was kind of like the mini Reddit of PlayStation. Ah, uh, okay. It okay. Was more like if you had issues with your console, like from a technical perspective, anybody who had had uh, knowledge of that stuff, that stuff would be in there. There'd be mm. forums about that. Mm. Um, specific game related stuff, mm -hmm. whether it be technical issues or just talking about the game. All of these forums were were kind of there for you right same thing as like i said what reddit does now or, mm -hmm. or reset era something like that the thing about it is that they've always been under the playstation banner playstation has, has supported them they've had the servers open for them for years since the, since the beginning of the internet era right so ps2 uh og xbox and they're just saying we're shutting all of this down mm -hmm. and cool Got you. You don't want to support those the, the services anymore. You know, if you if you're thinking forward thinking and you're saying, okay, we're gonna focus on whatever uh, on Twitter or whatever other uh, social media platforms that are more forward facing now, then cool, we'll do that. They didn't say anything. They just Ooh. said we're shutting them down. This is the date, which is like two weeks away, and they didn't give a reason why or a potential replacement. 
again, maybe they have some big thing to announce. They're about unifying the Sony platform, the PlayStation platform, and everything's going to be under one thing or whatever right. the case may be. But at least from the onset, they have not talked about let's, it. Let's deal with the facts. Oh, here we go. Let's deal with the facts. Let's, don't, don't deal with the hopefully they might or, did, you know, I believe. No, no, no. Let's deal with what they did. They shut it down. Yo, Jim Dance Move Ryan was playing his favorite movie, his favorite song. Mm -hmm. Shut him down. Shut him down. Shut him down. (laughs) Shut him down. And he shut you down. Now, what y'all gonna do now? I mean, this is, I mean, I just want to know, like, what do y'all need? Like, what, what's going on? What's going on in your head? What do you really need to understand that things are changing? A change is going to come. Mm-hmm. And Jim Dansmore, Ryan, don't really care how you feel. There's a new Sony in town, baby. Mm-hmm. We don't care about the past. He just care about the future. And he's going forward with mm-hmm. his vision of Sony. And I truly believe I like his vision of Sony. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I mean, the, the, the alternative could be, like, it just could be one new unified chat, right? We're, we're talking about, you said, well, what's the facts? <laughs> I mean, just because we said. He's we, not wrong. The only facts right now is that they shut it down. They, we know that they let's, shut let's it down. Let's deal with what we know. Let's deal with what we know. <laughs> Why, why can't we? No, we let's not speculate now. What they could be doing. We're going to deal with what they did. <laughs> you stupid. Listen, I just, man. Good, I feel it. like when it comes to something like this, I feel like they shut them down and probably in the next like month, they're going to rebrand them to something else. Oh, I mean, wow. it, it, it could be the other way around. You know, when you start shoot, shoot, uh, shutting entire forms down, it's not good. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that, but I don't think yeah. it's there. I don't think we're nowhere near like a like the rooms on fire. I just think those some of those forms have been open for like fifteen plus years. Yeah, they want to rebrand them. They want them looking better. They they want to have a more of a of a center going toward here on forward. And clearly, they're changing how things are going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. I mean, it is definitely definitely news to me. I didn't I didn't know about this until Sauber Slow's asking again. What forums is this? He just wants to clarify again. Everything. All of them. Everything. Yeah. What did you lose? The official everything. <laughs> you lost everything. Savage. <laughs> yeah, you having too much fun with this. Continue, Saul. It is so hot that he just said. Uh, what you know what it reminds me of, King? It reminds me of that meme. It says, what did you lose? Everything. That's what he literally said. Yo, Jim Dance moves Ryan got the gauntlet. And he said. <laughs> Continue, Saul. <laughs> The official PlayStation community forum. So I don't know if that includes because you know sometimes they'll drop like an announcement in their in, in like their the PlayStation feed form. I don't even know specifically what it's called. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if this encompasses that, right? Yeah. If that's the case, they still need a way to get information out to to their fans. So I don't know. I don't you, know. You, you, you they don't, don't care them. about their fans knowing what they <laughs> care about. They don't tell you what it is because right now what you got is a logo, baby. So what they, listen. So, so when, I do have a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're only gonna get official information from when they get a new uh, CES show. So next year in January. <laughs> out of control. Yeah, out of control. I, I, I do got some stuff that that you know. First off, there's 194 people, and definitely hit that like mm-hmm. button. Uh, Yo, shout out to yeah. To the channel for more yeah. content. You know, we we hear every week. Shout out to sh- week. hold on. Shout out to Lockbet's old Lord Gene. He said they use the PlayStation blog for news polls. Shout out to Jonathan B with the file super chat. The forums are coming back, guys, with the Azure logo at the bottom. Oh. You know, one thing though, King, one thing that we could take from this, man, 
Is let's get some into the bushes. Exactly what Sony just did with they anyway, forms. They threw them in the bushes. Y'all ridiculous. Said, you, you, y'all guys was gonna sign up for the form because you was looking forward to that form next week. Guess what happened? Damn. <laughs> they, they picked them up and they threw them straight in the bushes. We man. will get more information as it comes in. And again, we're just putting this out now. We just heard it now. So Lord King, you are up. You got the bushes all in the chat. Oh. Starting your provocatorness. <laughs> This, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm here for. That provocateur. <laughs> Yo, you was on fire with that. I ain't going front with Jason. You was on fire with that. So what's going hey, on? Know, the funny thing is you knew Jason wanted that smoke. He was Jason like, yeah, wanted the smoke, too. It was funny. I, I, you know what? I, I, I swear, because uh, I, when I did the research behind it, right? Because a lot of times, you know, I'm like, okay, I play. Oh, that super ear, chat. That super chat's for you, sir. You got what to is that? that? Uh, Sony. Wait, hold on. Sony Farms caught that. <laughs> That left hook was beautiful. Thank you for referencing that. The way he did it, he, he put his hands up like this. So the guy thought he was going to hit his gloves. Mm-hmm. When he started to throw his hand, the left hook came out so quick and he hit him. When he, it was just, it was flawless. He hit yeah, him so and just said, Shout out to Elemental like Peel. New and exciting ways to the bushes. Ridiculous. Yes, yes. Good. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's, What's going on with the PlayStation 5, the prices? What's going on with All right, let's, let's, let's check it out, right? So I told y'all before that something was looking funny with their money, right? Oh, I was like, yo, they cash they flow look a little bit sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we put the spotlight on them, right? So we, you know, we figured it out because, you know, all information is flying out of China right now because they got to make sure that we know what's going on in China. Mm-hmm. Shout out to knowing what's going on in China right now because of the epidemic out there. Now, shout out to the epidemic. Shout out to what's going on shit in the light. Mm-hmm. Now, it seems that uh, Sony is having a little bit of a difficulty mm-hmm. when it comes to paying for chips. Their pockets oh, is coming up short. Um, That's so, not what was reported, <laughs> sir. But I'm going to give it to you. You give it. All right, go ahead. Get your provocateur on. I'm going to give you the provocateur talk. Pick that up with the journalism talk. Leave it to us. Your king is on fire right now. You're here for this. So they said, yo, um, they said, yo, uh, yo, that'll be uh four fifty for those uh you want, you want that um fixed up, you know, it'd be four hundred per four hundred fifty per box. Yeah. And so he says, Excuse me, kind sir. That's that's not what we agreed upon. But bruh, like uh right now these chipsets, what you what you trying to do and what you trying to get it ain't gonna fit in that price range. But Microsoft is playing at a premium, sir. <laughs> listen, listen, man. If you don't got the 450 per box, I don't think we could work with you. <laughs> so Sony is potentially uh-huh. either gonna have to scale back or they're gonna have to pony up. Pony up. Haha. Um <laughs> yeah, he on his bag. per box. And is in 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 essence, uh-huh. you are going to have to pony up. Mm. So you know, are they going to sell it at a loss? Or are they going to sell it close to price? Mm-hmm. How do you feel with the shortage and the price uh, mm-hmm. differences that's going on right now? Does that hurt Sony? Does that put them in a position where they're going to have a wait and see? Does mm-hmm. that push them back a year? Does that push them back six months? Mm-hmm. No, you know, fair, to get it as a good price. Fair, fair enough. So let, let, let's get the, some cleanup going yeah, on yeah, here. Let, let Kyle clean um, it. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I don't the- want to. We should all agree that he shouldn't clean nothing Listen. up. I prove everything he's saying. Yes, right we now. know you do, Attic. We know you do. But um, yeah, so let based on what King is saying, yes, the manufacturing costs, yes, 
have been determined. Looks like it's going to be 450 per unit due to a scarcity of parts. Shout out to uh, the Galaxy S20 out here stealing everybody's, what is it, NRAM and, you know what I'm saying? NRAM and the NAND. Right? The, the NAND, they out here NANDing and NRAMing and taking everybody's you know crazy? components. You know what's crazy with that? Um, Microsoft oh, has a deal with them. I knew you was going to do this. I knew you was going to do this. Get your man so are you saying Phil Dominus Maximus Spencer strategically made the deal with Samsung so that they could have a, 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 a monopoly, a, they could conspire on these parts you know, so they, that you know Sony what? wouldn't have to, they'd have to pay premium? Is that what we doing, King? You know what it is? You know what? I just had an epiphany. I just had an epiphany. <laughs> I just had an epiphany when you said this. They, they were talking. They said, yo, what they got in their box? You know, come on, man. Take a little couple of dollars to find out what's going on in their box. Uh, oh, they using that chipset? That's what they using? Let me send, let me call Samsung. Samsung, I heard y'all was using that chipset. Yeah. Yo, ramp it up. Um, <laughs> ramp it up. <laughs> ramp it up. <laughs> let's, 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 get, let's, let's get these out in March. Let's get all this, uh, <laughs> all these chips. And let's make it tight on their wallet. Would it hurt them? Yeah, it would. <laughs> yo, let's sign a deal together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the chat is stupid. So it so Phil strategically did this. This is this is a power move. Phil Dominus Maximus Spencer, sir. I see your vision, brother. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Don Lies. He said King is on to something. Jonathan B said Nand Gate. All right, y'all out of control. Nandgate. Moving. Oh look, Christopher Hart is pissed. He said Sony everything knows everything. We are speculating. So look, here's the deal. So we got that going on as far as the parts and stuff. So again, manufacturer looking like it's up to 450. And those internal, you know, to Sony right now, they're kind of in this wait and see approach because they want to know you know what they should do as far as either you obviously again this is 450 without the the the, the what is it the manufacturing the this, this is just that the <laughs> base cost they're going to give it to you with no box they're going to tell you playstation not, not in the back and not to mention this is before they pay the retailers what right. they pay them to sell the product right if they pay the retailers right. so now it, the product. exactly so so at that point they wouldn't we're looking at like 556 five, five, possibly right but at that point in comparison to when the ps4 launched because it looks like manufacturing for them was about 381 so them yeah. la so I'm launching at four, they made a profit every console, right? So the question now becomes to what King is saying, you know, is Sony, because now they're in this wait and see approach, you know, with, with what Microsoft's going to do with the Xbox Series X, are they willing to take a loss with it? You know what I'm saying? And, and not get profit to kind of keep it at 400, even though they would be losing, you know what I'm saying, a profit? Or do they come out at five with the risk that maybe Microsoft, the Series X, Drops at five. So let's give it to Attic. What, what do you think, man? Where, where, where are you at with this whole thing? I think that sucker's sitting at 600 right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that Sony wants to sell it at 600, mm -hmm. but they don't know what... If Microsoft comes out at 600, I think they're going to launch theirs at 600. Mm -hmm. Or maybe try to do like $50 less, which most companies don't try to do $50 less. It's harder to sell. Right. They like that $100 gap. Mm -hmm. uh, but knowing how much, you know, you're not taking into consideration a lot of different factors with that, you know, mm. manufacturing. Yeah. It's going to go up a little bit. And and that's just to manufacture it. That's not right. profit. Facts. So they're, they're going to want to add money on top of that so they can bring a little bread home. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, it could be five. They, they could drop it to five. But if it costs what you said, 440 just 450. To, to make 450, it, 450. Just to make it. We ain't talking about anything else. Mm -hmm. They could easily take the, the L. I think what's going to happen right now mm -hmm. is they want to see what Sony, Microsoft does. If Microsoft drops a $500 Series X, mm. they're going to take the L. They're going to take the hit. They're going right. to drop 500 
Well, right now, I think both consoles. Wait, so you are think? Six. Wait, wait, you think they coming out at six? I think both consoles right now are at six, and they're trying to see who drops first to see if, if Microsoft drops. But, in but at hold six, on, they say that if the manufacturer is four fifty, they could still make a profit at five hundred. Yeah, I don't think they can. Okay, if you put all the the stuff it takes to to put into this console, it's probably going to be five hundred with with all the shipping. You got to consider they still have to pay GameStop and then to right. sell this sucker. Mm-hmm. They still have to pay uh, pay all the manufacturing plants to make it. I mean, mm. it's it's. But cool. they're saying right now with the four hundred fifty unit cost and a similar the gross margin manufacturing cost, that, right? That, assuming that it includes all of right. those costs. They're saying that right. the Bloomberg article is saying the PlayStation Five retail price would have to at least be four seventy. So it looks like they yeah. could come in at five they, and yeah, still they make can profit. Make the four, the four ninety nine mm-hmm. uh, to make a profit. Mm-hmm. They're they're scared at and let's say Microsoft says. All right, you know what? Let's push the envelope because our pockets are deeper, right? right. Let's 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 push the envelope, and let's put this at five or uh, five hundred, mm-hmm. right? Let's say they're selling at a loss at five hundred, right, right, right. Let's just I say think it's going to be a loss at five hundred. Yeah. No, let's that I Microsoft, I agree with what you agree. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, let's say Microsoft is selling at a loss for five hundred. Let's say it costs like five fifteen to five twenty to make. Right, right, five, right. That was right? my question. Mm-hmm. So they they sell it at four ninety nine. All right, Sony. Even mm. if they sell at four ninety nine, mm. right, at, and they they'll be making a profit per box. Microsoft mm. will take a loss per box. Right, but then you're gonna see gotta... the power disparity. Mm. And see now, this is the difference, right? But before they were cheaper by hundred dollars, mm. and they doing, were okay. more powerful, mm-hmm. right? Now let's say the difference now is they're at the same price and but one's the one more box powerful. is more powerful but see i agree with you okay but this is so, the thing let's get games in life says 450 does not include production and logistics and you know so shady said the parts are 450 they have to build it ship it and pay for retailers 500 would be a tiny profit for them i don't think 500 they're profiting from i don't no, they said they said that, that in the Bloomberg article that they would make a profit once above four seventy. At least that's what yeah. the Bloomberg article Hold said. We, we got Hold on, we got Stitch. Yeah, again, yeah. we got Stitch. Okay, um, I was going to say that Sony Pockets got holes, but then I remember Sony got no pockets. <laughs> who did, <laughs> who did, who did that, that for you? For you? <laughs> uh, control Jonathan B. I heard right. to save money. The PlayStation Five doesn't come with a power cord or a power button. Greatness awaits. <laughs> Yo, y'all wow. petty. Y'all might have to buy a controller. You might have to buy a controller Look, day one. Here's, here's the thing that you, you're going on. I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, King, and you're making a point again. If Let's say they, they Sony says, okay, we need to be profitable. Let's say that internally, because that, that, that's what's going on right now. It's an internal fight. Some people say, mm-hmm. wait and see. Some people are like, yo, we made profit last year on our best systems. We need to make profit again. So this is yeah. the battle. So everyone say, yo, calm down, calm down. Wait until Microsoft go. Then let, before we react, right? So let's just yeah. say Microsoft does what King says, right? And Microsoft says, hey, E3, it's 500, right? Yeah. And let's just say hypothetically, the, the part of Sony in, in, in-house that says, yo, we need to make a profit because above the 470, right? And they say 500, right? To King's point, can they both be 500 with the Series X technically from all rumors being said, uh, as the, you I, know, 12 teraflops being the superior, can they afford that dialogue? Part of I me feels so. that they, part of me feels soft. They may have to come down to four, eat the- But that's, but that's the thing. I mm. I don't think they're waiting on Microsoft to see how they can undercut them. I think they're about? waiting on Microsoft for permission to do, yes. to do the same thing as them. That's like, what I if, think. If, they, if Microsoft, the guys who are in second place, are willing to sell that console at five, mm-hmm. their thinking is, okay, 
we can sell ours at five and, and our brand still make a profit. Yeah. And, and our brand recognition is going to carry us over. Ooh, now, this, that's uh, a risk. This, this, this is what I say to that. This is the caveat, right? Right. This is where the problem comes in for Sony. Mm-hmm. Now, Microsoft has the secret weapon, the Lockhart, the, the, the untalked about Lockhart, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the S. And right? I think Microsoft's willing to take a loss on both. To now, let's say the S comes in at uh, 350, 400. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It pigeonholes the Sony. In the, it, you, you can't say we're going to be the same price with less power. You can't mm-hmm. say we're going to be the same price with, uh, or you just have to worry about our games that's going to carry us through. Mm-hmm. When a box can tell you, you get in the boxes. I already know they're going to put Game Pass in mm, every box. Stealing my point. Right? Stealing my point. Yeah. So they tell you all you need to go home mm-hmm. and play 200 games is the purchase. Mm-hmm. Opposed to when you go purchase a, a PlayStation, they, when they start doing like, a, let's say they do a, a, char, a chart comparison mm-hmm. to, you know, for the layman dude, and they mm-hmm. go, all right. Uh, when you get an Xbox Series X, you get 200 games because mm-hmm. in every box there's Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And when you go purchase a PlayStation 5, you must purchase a game. You must purchase a controller. You must purchase this. You must purchase that. Mm-hmm. And then the out number comes over $600. Mm-hmm. That person looking at the chart is going to say, oh, financially, it makes yeah, more it says- sense to go this way. Right, right. I would just say this is this is fun. Shout out to Shroom Kingdom. I feel like if Sony was wanting to launch the console at, at 500, mm-hmm. I don't think they would be scared of con- of Microsoft launching their platform at 500. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've been killing the entire industry, this whole Good generation. Point. They clearly have the world uh, on their side. They have Good the point. better exclusives going into this. I'm uh, mm-hmm. sure they don't have Game Pass, but they do got whatever they're... Yeah, they're, 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 they're the global called. brand. They're the global um, brand. I feel like the only reason that they would wait is if their console wasn't 500. It was more in that's what they're going off of. But this is good, man, because it's like I hear you, you're pro- adding you. So on you're it. saying you're saying that Xbox just, is I dictating just, pace. Yes, well, they, they, oh. yes, because they because they came out and they did something Sony never saw coming. They say our stuff's right here at the VGA. Sony never saw that coming. Mm. Um, my Phil Spencer said they were they were saying a Game Pass ad. If it was like, and, they, and he said there's only like four people in the room. Mm-hmm. They were hiding that from Sony too, not just the, not just the uh, the consumers. They don't want no one knowing that mm-hmm. the, that right. Series X was coming out on the video game awards. Mm-hmm. Because when you put out the video, the Series X, you show it's that big, you know it's going to be powerful. Sony doesn't want to come out. They don't want to have, uh, they don't want to be the same price going into mm-hmm. with the Series X because they know right. it's going to be weaker. They want to be cheaper. But at the same time, if they were 500 and we all pretty much assume the Series X is going to be five to 600. Right. If, they, if they both are going to be at 500, I don't think Sony would care because they're like, look, we might be the same price, right. but we have the better games going right. into it regardless of what people right. think. We have, right. so uh, we have this entire generation on our back to make right. it a lot better. So, but so if they both you. are at 600, that's when Sony but let me, let me Let me ask you this, Attic, though. What about, like you said, they know they're the global brand. They know they got the exclusives, right? What if they just say, yo... We why can't why don't they just say we five hundred right now? Why the wait now on five hundred? 
That's why if Microsoft's going to be at six, they have no problem being at six. But what if, okay, so, all right. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Like, why shoot yourself in the foot and put a low price when Microsoft can go high? Kit Smooth and you can make, Are we going to let him in or not? You can not? make mad money. Well, we got the Super Chat one second. Shroom Kingdom files. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 will ship with a controller, but you have to swipe your credit card on the built-in <laughs> card reader to turn, turn it, it off. off. Oh, and, my and God. Shout, shout out to you shout guys. Out to you. Shout out to you. You guys mind if Kit Smooth comes in? He wants in. Yeah, we get kidding. All right, we'll get you here in a second, kid. Mm. Look, right. at the end of the day, I just feel personally feel like if they both were at five hundred, Sony would have announced it by now. Right. No, but I see. Your, I see your business acronym. Mm. You, you and this is I'm I'm saluting you right now because mm. you my my my, my patty Wong, <laughs> you are definitely doing your thing right now. Mm-hmm. What you just did was you just did business one on one. Mm-hmm. Right? Why the hell should we give you our price if we don't know these guys' price? Mm-hmm. If they say six, why would we lock ourselves to five hundred? Right. And if they say six hundred, we could say five fifty. We could say five seventy-five. We can make a larger profit. They wouldn't care because at the end of the day, they're going into this generation as the W. They're going into this right. generation right, right. as the entire exactly. uh, mm. the entire population. Mm. But if they if they're six and they don't know if they should go five because it's if they go six and they announce what they want to be six, and then Microsoft announces that their shit's five, that's mm. that's a hundred dollar difference. They don't want that. They want to be neither on the same level as as Microsoft, or or uh, they don't want Microsoft being lower. That's the okay, point. So what they you're saying Microsoft is being lower. what you're saying is you you feel that Sony is comfortable financially being financially on par price wise mm. uh going into the next generation right. they just don't want to be a part where they're a hundred dollars more and they're weaker mm. like microsoft that's why i said it feels like they're kind of it once microsoft sets their price right that's that's a green light for them to set it at the exact same price and they're right. gonna and they're gonna let you know the, the playstation faithful carry them over what mm-hmm. for whatever the power deficiencies they may be or not be right mm-hmm. i just think that that's the smart that's the move you make when you're leading the pack Back the pack but let me ask this let, let, let's play devil's advocate we, we we getting on them with the you know the, the pricing and stuff like that but what about these same manufacturing issues right that we're hearing what about its effect on the on the Series X? Could Series X have these manufacturing costs that you know? I, mean? I know I know King has his 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 he's in his his third eyes open that Samsung and, and Phil is like this and that was you know, out of control. That, that just happened. That was just an epiphany. That right was just now. an epiphany. Wow. You don't say you in your bag with that. So Kid yeah. is in the belt. Kid's moving for this topic. You know? Oh my man, know, Kid. What up? Yeah, what's man? up, Kid? Mike levels is good. Mike's is good. Yeah, we go. We yeah, go. Yeah, you go. You live. Yeah, so, like, what about this? I know we we we're hearing the Sony side from the Bloomberg report. You know, what about can these same shortages, you know, what I'm saying, affect Microsoft to afford that? That they may have to their price may go up as far as the manufacturing costs. And I think let's just say Microsoft, theirs is five twenty. And I think Microsoft uses manufacturers in like Mexico and stuff too. I don't think possible. they just use China. No, yeah, I know what you mean. And as far as the um the plants and all we that, don't want but those, it could be a shortage. Those, those, though. It could those, be a shortage. Had the red ring. We don't want those. Regardless where they go, it could mm-hmm. still be a shortage. If they ha- don't have all that manufacturing in China to rely on, mm-hmm. and they have to rely on you know their second party 
manufacturers, the people they go to, if those don't work, yeah. it could be a shortage. We could be one of those things where you have to reserve your stuff to get. Remember, oh, no, I got to read Game and Forte. Game and Forte. Forte. Yeah. Game, shout out to Game and Forte for the $5 super chat. <laughs> oh, my man from uh, Cali. Salute. There we go. Cali mm-hmm. Compound, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. PlayStation uh, 5, four ninety nine. of Xbox a Series X is five ninety nine. PlayStation Five is three ninety nine. If the X is four ninety nine, mm. if the Xbox would wait out Sony, he said if he was Xbox, who blinks? Oh, he was if, up, yeah, and shout out to Gene as Xbox One as X as X was on X is made in China. But we do know they have plants, and I believe in Mexico. Yeah, I believe they have plants Remember, also yeah. in Malaysia and Malaysia. Brazil. Yeah, and then also even Sony themselves, as far as the plants, they they're saying right now the coronavirus thing is not the issue. The issue seems to be this NAND and this, what you call it, memory fast, smartphones, mm-hmm. because of the Galaxy, this S20, out here taking it all up. That's um, the issue. Shout out to me, I'm purchasing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm day one, day one, I'm day one, day one. Getting that ultra, getting that ultra. Ain't going to get the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Yo, 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 yo. It's already affecting the Switch. Like it's yes. Real, it's a real thing. It's a real thing for the Switch. Outer Worlds was, um. shout out to uh, my boy Gene in, in the chat, he put out an article on that. Animal Crossing console was affected for the switch but let's get kidding there well, Kid, that's, that's kind of that's you know i understand you know i mm-hmm. think something needed to happen to switch is slow oh down. my god shout out to you shout out to the carnivorous king just so i verify you're saying that this is the balance of the world bringing balance <laughs> back to the you know what console. it was it was the switch was winning too hard so they had to come out with the carnivorous virus shout out to king using the coronavirus for for console wars no, Move. no, my virus is the carnivorous. The meat eating crazy meat. The meat eating crazy console killer. <laughs> Moving along. Kiss Move. What's up? What what do you feel with this whole, you know, Sony manufacturing have to be 450? Where do you think things land, man? Dude, What's going on? I couldn't wait till this information came out because <laughs> nah, because the thing is I've been hyping in an addict should know. Uh, I've been saying this, something like, yo. From from the jump, mm-hmm. like before they even, I said next generation consoles are going to be five hundred dollars minimum, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I was like, in order for it to be the leap that it want, like that we're expecting, at minimum five hundred dollars. And you can thank Microsoft and Sony for getting us accustomed to paying five hundred dollars consoles, right? Right. So now it's it's like the new standard. We can mm-hmm. the, the market can sustain mm-hmm. successfully five hundred dollar consoles. Mm. Like, I, you agree? I mean. Microsoft, if Microsoft felt like 500 is too much, the Xbox One X wouldn't be Facts. 500. Facts. It did well. It did well. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, listen, I don't believe in that philosophy for two things. What? Me Incognito has been going back and forth on these stupid cell phones. All right. right. And what he said to me was, I mean, it was a logical thought process when he, mm. when I gave him the upper end price, he right. automatically said, like, like I, I know it was like a punch in the face, yeah, but he's yeah. like, excuse me, what is the lower end, sir? What's the specs? <laughs> like, you, you, you only telling me thirteen ninety nine? What the hell yeah. is the lower end? So I said, I think the lower end is is like eight hundred to a thousand, and he was like, that's the lower end. That's and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then you start to break down what you get for your buck. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly believe that we can sustain six hundred dollars because I don't think the life cycle is out of these older generations. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe that the PlayStation Four have life. The Pro, do you really think your Pro has done everything that it can for you? No, I don't think my X has done everything it can for me. Mm-hmm. It takes these new systems to allow us to play cross-gen titles to mm-hmm. push our old systems to their maximum. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I believe. The 
the the the new systems is technically a luxury. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. that's for us bougie dudes mm-hmm. who need to be at the forefront. You, right, know, right. you don't need to go out and get the new Galaxy S20. Right. You can go buy the 10 if you haven't purchased it. Me and Cognito sat out a whole generation of yeah. phones yeah, because we true. didn't feel that the leap was good. Right, and right. It, this transcends directly into our consoles. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel that the, the, the value is there, you can sit pat. Mm. And this is why Microsoft is doing what they're doing mm. by saying there's no exclusives per se mm. that is going to force your hand if you're financially not ready to make mm. that jump. And mm. when we're able to show you why mm. you need it, then we can competitively price this system at a point that it will help you financially. You will mm. give you a year to get your pockets right. Mm. You know, so financially, me and, me and Cog got our pockets right for a year that we're able to jump into this phone. But you think in your head that $1,400 for a phone is, is, is sane? Yeah. No, it's not sane. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel you're going. Let me get the switch out, get it back to King. Right. Shout out to Face23, BKNY, the 10 hour super chat. Both PlayStation 5 and Series X will do 4K60, so where will the power difference will be? If any power advantage, won't be no impact. Sony is the bigger, more popular brand in more regions with better games. Shout out to Face BK with his thing, so let's get I it back. I agree with you, but mm-hmm. I do think that people are sleeping too much on Game Pass next generation, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's not necessarily going to make stuff equal ground, but it's going to give a little bit more of an advantage that Microsoft has yeah. next gen that they didn't have the beginning Pass, of this gen. You got listen, gamers are fickle. Mm-hmm. Gamers are fickle as hell. Mm-hmm. And I, when you look it's at about what you're doing for me now, what you what you're not used, used to doing. lately. Right. And if you look if you look at the launch of that Xbox One, mm-hmm. by the time that console came out, the only thing that it had that, that was not in its favor, only negative thing that hadn't changed was the forcing of the connect on everybody and the price point. So they have none of that part. To remove the connect part, the biggest thing is always going to be the price. That hundred dollar difference is what killed them. Period. Yeah. That is that is the sticking point to the vast majority of people who went back and forth and flip flop. Right. The price point. The price point is, I think, trumps all of the reasons for people mm. going to the console or another. And a hundred. Right. And I don't think either of them at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, Microsoft can't do it, right? If I, mm. I'm, I'm a pocket watch to say Microsoft has <laughs> actually do it, yeah. right? I don't think either of them is willing to do that hundred dollar difference, right? But but here's the look. thing, to, to, I, I, kid, I'm gonna give it right. I know I'm supposed to give it yep. to you, kid. Uh, but c- solve, solve. You gotta be thinking though, with Game Pass, right? Let's just say Microsoft says, "Yo, we gotta make a profit," right? Let's let's say manufacturing for them is five twenty, right? And they say, okay, we, we bumped this joint to six, right? And people are like, oh, six. But part of them could say, look, we got Lockhart at four to undercut them, right? And then mm-hmm. for the people who want the premium, they can say, look, you saying six, but our 600 had, let's say they say Game Pass three months or one month for Game Pass in every Series X. You now talking about 100 semi-games and Halo Infinite at launch in your Series X. That's something that PlayStation is not willing to do. Right. So, so to me, if, yeah, that that's another Trump card that Microsoft right. could hold on it. But what if what if PlayStation drops at that same price, right? Mm-hmm. Six With, or five. What what whatever whatever the exact same price is, right? Okay, yeah. And but they drop a Horizon Zero Dawn too. I don't think they're dropping Horizon. No, that's anymore. not coming out. I used to I used to think that I used to think that solved. But I feel like this pricing won't be an issue if they had Horizon 2 sitting on for a launch title. I think they would already thrown that out there to the book. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, the yeah. mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think any of their top I think one of titles. their biggest issues is they're going into a generation with no key 
IPs to launch the no, console. We don't. We don't. I hate so, so, it, it, so it, they can't really fight on that area because Microsoft don't really have any either besides Halo. Mm. And Halo has always been an up and downhill these days. Mm. So no, I'm not going to go with that. You can't <laughs> go right back there. We ain't going to do that. Okay, well, just ignore King for a second. All right, <laughs> we, so, let's not ignore King. Let's look at the King. was back there. Ignore you King understand how strong that boy just, is? Just that ignore showed up on that That's stand. a strong launch that? title. Add, add, talk about so, a Halo game. But I didn't say anything about that. I said it's had its up and hit. Right, up and down. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we can't act like Gears Four and Five scored out the charts and sold great. <laughs> like it's they're good games, but they're not compared to what their predecessors. I'm, I'm, were. A, I'm gonna tell you this, right? That that whole narrative about it not being exclusive to the console. Mm -hmm. if, if they drop, they don't even have to drop Horizon, right? If they drop Ratchet and Clank, what right. it's gotta be amazing. If, right, but if they drop to the PS5, the narrative is gonna find some way to come back and be like, well. But that Xbox thing, but you know, it's so. And I, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come at you, Xbox One. Like right. gonna, the narrative is gonna find some way to diminish that. I'm gonna come at you with the Ratchet and Clank thing. Colin mm -hmm. Moore already already said he knows for a fact it's a PS4 title. Okay, Ratchet and Clank. So, yeah, you know, well, yes. what about the infamous? I mean, they 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 purposely, <laughs> you know, you 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 they have. I, I'm so. You realize they're making Ghost, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm so optimistic when it comes to the PlayStation Five for two mm. things. All mm. right, because I, I just throw a, a line in the water. See what. Let me hear where this goes. Let me hear where but this gonna go. Mm. I, I do want resistance. I, 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 <laughs> I, no, I'm talking about not. You I'm sound like somebody beat them down and no, no, you no, want no, something no. to fight back. No no, 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 no. I'm talking about resistance to game. Let's cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Like I want, I, I want, I want it to be that. a fight. I want you to lay down, stay down. I want you." <laughs> Don't fold. Don't fold. Fight That's back. what I thought. I'm like, yo, what type of Phil Dominus talk are we doing? Continue. You out of control. Bro. Pause, man. I don't want resistance. Yo. <laughs> Listen, man. I want resistance to game. Um, so I, I honestly believe that they have a vast, diverse portfolio mm -hmm. that they can surprise us with something that's being made. Now, is it something like uh, in the vein of... I think Horizon has grown into the upper echelon mm. of their IPs and I don't think they would waste it on a, a small portion of the of the crowd right. uh very early it would be too easy to bust early pause in mm -hmm. in that avenue I, I would think it would be like an older IP mm -hmm. like a resistance or infamous because mm -hmm. infamous has always launched with them or always been in that launch window right maybe that game can actually show mm -hmm. the um the power of the, the five that right. does that better if oh my god. Is there any truth to the to Shuhei Yoshida's recent comments, right? Mm. About slowly, active users being yeah, the new metric? Is that what we do? They're slowly but surely surely um acclimating the PlayStation faithful to, to hearing those words and terms <laughs> because hmm, it's I'm telling you, right? I'm telling you, I'm hmm. telling you, I'm telling you. Just what King said. Mm -hmm. mm. When we talked about earlier about their strategies and Jason wasn't 100% sure that they would ever do day and date, mm -hmm. they, they're, they're conditioning you to start hearing those words. I'm telling you right now. Mm. I, about this. I, don't know, I don't know if the day and date stuff will ever happen or mm -hmm. will happen anytime soon, mm -hmm. but they're conditioning you to get more and more used to hearing that type of stuff. Let's get kidding, man. Kid, what you feel all this, man? All right. 
couple things I want to point out. All right. Uh, the first thing, that whole price thing, if you guys, I don't know if you guys remember, but like the Xbox One, the original, like the VCR stopped being $500 in June of 2014. That's when they removed the Kinect box. Yes. Um, from it. So it's only been like a $500 for like six months. And believe it or not, the first six months of the, the, the console was actually selling pretty well. Right. Um, so, but they got rid of that narrative pretty early in the generation. Mm -hmm. it, the Xbox wasn't $500 again until the Xbox One X right. uh, came out. So mm -hmm. the reason, my whole thing about the pricing is, right, mm -hmm. Sony, ever since the whole development of, like, the PS5, Sony, I think Sony and both Microsoft both knew that these consoles mm -hmm. were going to be, like, $500 plus. And especially Sony. They seemed, with their, even though they seem quiet now, mm -hmm. they were the first more open talking about the PlayStation 5. Remember, like, right. they, they've been talking about it since, like, yeah. April of 2019. Yeah. And now they're quiet as a church mouse now. X That's was crazy. Announced, and then they went so, completely yeah. ghost. But I don't, y'all don't think, kid, you don't think that a lot of it is a surprise because the vibe is if they're in this wait and see and I don't want to say they're panicking, but it almost feels like this cost thing threw them off. Like they thought they, no, the no, vibe no, was no. like they He's thought the they was gonna be four hundred. It was gonna be cheaper. No, like, no like, see, that's the, that's the problem. The fans, everybody said ever since the PS4 launched at four hundred, everybody mm. just assumed right. the PS5 was automatically gonna be four hundred dollars. I was like, and that's why BG lost this money to me. Jumped on this four hundred dollar bandwagon. I'm like, are you crazy? Mm. They, all this stuff they're talking about putting in this console. Mm. I was like, this is what's gonna happen, right? Talk to me. They're not so they're not surprised that that oh man, this is costing us so much money. They're surprised because Xbox already showed the Xbox Series X and it looked like it's going to be a beast. Mm -hmm. And 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 they're like, they're like, wait, if they're going to sell that for five hundred dollars, then we might have a little problem. Mm. And the thing is, because they know they know for sure that they wanted to retail their PS Five, and they know right now this is the time that they know the price. They won't announce the price in February, right? But they know what they want to sell it for. They want to sell this console for five hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Now their problem is the Xbox Series X is out there. It's been shown. They they know what they're working with. They know what AMD did for the Series X. They know right. what they're working with. It's like you know what, uh, it's probably going to be, um, it's probably going to be more powerful. Yeah, we want to be the cheaper console, but they're they just don't know mm -hmm. what filling them is going to do. do. Right, 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 right. It's like they got they they probably know. I was like, all right, if they drop lock hurt, I'm not too worried about that. But if you're mm. telling me if their price cap is five hundred dollars and they're still expected to be more uh mm, more powerful, powerful than that's the a supply, problem. Then we have a problem. Right. It, it's in Sony's best interest mm -hmm. if Bill plays nice like he typically does mm -hmm. and price that Series X at six hundred dollars. Because if he prices that Xbox Series X at six hundred dollars, mm -hmm. the PlayStation Five can comfortably be at five. Watch at five hundred dollars. Yes. Right. Okay. All right, kid. So um, King don't like this. Right. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I like what you're saying. I okay. mean, but it's flawed. Let me tell you why it's oh, flawed. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Ever since that award show. Y'all eyes have been open. Y'all have realized this is not the same old Phil. This mm. is the Phil that King been talking about for a minute. All mm. of a sudden now, people are saying that, you know, don't think he gonna go back to that. What you just said, you, oh, you know, play nice yeah. Phil. Phil ain't been playing nice since that day. <laughs> to this day, Phil has been on their neck. Like anything that they've done, Phil has thwarted them in every avenue. They say, okay, your thought show was going to get a little show this month in February to figure out what was going on with their PlayStation 5. What Phil said? February is going to be a good month. What y'all <laughs> said? What the hell Phil said? Like, you, you, you don't understand. Like, old boy is out here with his petty out. Pause. Mm -hmm. And of course, y'all think, yeah, you know, uh, all we got to do is wait for Microsoft to launch that. Y'all have been doing the same old tactic for years. Mm. Yeah, that's Let true. Let Microsoft yep. go first and we come behind. Mm -hmm. 
Phil can wait you out now. So we, yeah. <laughs> so Phil ain't gonna announce the price of E3. We gonna sit. Yo, at you E3. know what he can do? You know what he can do? Since Sony ain't gonna be at E3, he can show you games, gameplay, yeah. box, all that statistics. Everything. <laughs> and tell you in July you get your price. <laughs> Yo, so wait, you he gonna force them out? He gonna starve them? He gonna smoke you now, out? Here's <laughs> smoked out. King, here's my what, what it is. Like, well, no, no, it, King, King, King's on to something. Oh right? boy! Because no, at the end of the day, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. We we let you talk. <laughs> and then we get kid after because that. at the end of the day, uh-huh. it's whoever cracks first. Yep. Mm. If Sony's like, all right, Phil is really putting it to us. Like now we gotta wait till July. Then when we gonna announce our stuff in August? But production goes in August, right? King, King, jump in. Yes, there. What's going on? It does. Come on, King. What, 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 what you think is happening, kid? Me. Here's the thing. They need to, well, one, they don't want to wait until July or August to announce the price. They need those pre-orders up by E3 or, right. before, or just before. You, you need the pre-orders to, to get get that buzzing. And so does PlayStation. If Sony, that's the that's the tricky thing. It's like, I don't care what happens, where what they announce the Xbox Series X at, mm-hmm. um, the PlayStation 5 will not be $400. They're not mm-hmm. taking that L. They're, mm-hmm. they're not doing that. Because you know how long it will take for them to profit? Yeah. But and, all right, all right. In defense, though, PlayStations one through three, they all took. They didn't profit. They took a loss on those. PlayStation yeah, four is I the only system that dip. they made a profit on. That's the only one they did. They, and to do that, they had to remove the camera and the DRM. In those first couple of generations, I think PlayStation was in a different place financially to be able to take that loss. I don't think they're there anymore. I feel what you're saying. Shout you know, out. We got a super okay. chat. We got I a super chat. I think they're doing well. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, <laughs> The grand scope of things, the cost of everything, and how it was how it was in in, in each generation. Right. Um. Because remember, you know, uh, by the time remember PlayStation what one came out what ninety five. Yeah, back then. Or ninety five, and you know the PS uh, two mm-hmm. didn't come out until two thousand and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. sure, yeah, they sold at a loss at first, but mm-hmm. they were doing it on like meat competition. You got to understand, they had an opportunity. You see what they did with the PS four at a profit? Yeah. Yeah. Why go back if you don't have to? I feel like, that. And then you got to think the first beginning couple generations, too, that was beginning of gaming, too. Right. They can't really ask too much out of these people right. because and, and no to, one knows and, what and, games and, is. And to your point and, and to a kid's point, you know, Microsoft and these guys have established that, you know, gamers will pay $500 for an Xbox One X or whatever, and it seems to be comfortable. We know 608 that Detroit, but let me get these super chats. Hold on. Phase 23 yeah. BKNY, $10 super chat. I highly doubt a lot of people are going to give up everything they purchased on PS4 this gen was the worst gen to lose for Xbox. It's going to be hard to convince people to switch over. And I let agree with them that real quick. Right? Because of the digital, I, I agree with them exactly. on that. I agree with you. But this is where Phil comes in to smack you. This is how it happens. Mm. He's, he going to walk in, just do the Phil smack and walk out? Yeah, you know how you do. You, you take the glove off and go. Um, <laughs> Jim Dance Moves Ryan is going to have Game Pass on PlayStation 5. Oh, my God. Here we go. Shot, gaming oh, no. Forte with the final super chat. Five, four, $4.99 is a great price. But why not spend $100 more? I understand the trepidation, but some people blow that on a one-night stand. Treat your hobby better. I feel you. I mean, Forte, I feel you. I know the hardcore. We don't care. We're there day one. The question is, you know, historically, 
600 is always seen as you know with the you PS3. Forte, I'm surprised always... at you. I'm surprised <laughs> that you for I'm surprised at you for this. You are on the front lines. Mm-hmm. You see people come in, and I want you to think about it. Mm-hmm. How many times has somebody sat there and saw a price for one thing mm-hmm. and then looked over and saw something else that was cheaper and went with something else that was cheaper? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's 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 finances here we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred dollars for some people is a hell of a lot of bread. <laughs> so I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I feel the guy that went inside to buy an Xbox and brought a and, and brought a PlayStation walking out the store because it was a hundred dollars cheaper. A mm-hmm. hundred dollars is a hell of a lot for some people. For me, that's some that's something else. That's, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but a right. hundred dollars could be a pair of sneakers for my kid. Right. It, anything can that hundred dollars could be anything. Mm. Why waste a hundred dollars when I can game someplace else? Right. Mm. I mean, it's gonna be interesting, man. I let I let uh, Kid and Saw finish up. I mean, yeah. One more super chat. Uh, yeah, please. Man, the three dollars super chat. Love this podcast. King Smooth dropping facts. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna see, man. I mean, this this is this manufacturing thing is definitely heating up. The competition. Game says y'all got a lot of faith, faith in Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah, man. We go, we gonna see. Like, you I mean, should well, too. One of those companies have like. But some that, that was in color. AMD. <laughs> Stop. Was, was that in color? VG's the homie. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry, BG. I nah, can't VG it out. VG the homie. Stop it. No, no. I've been messing with BG all week. Oh, no, no. Shout out to my boy G, man, from the <laughs> of launchgaming.net. Launch games will be $120. So Microsoft has wiggle room with Game Pass. And that's coming come to my thing. I think, I, listen, I want them to be 500 I would love both to be 500 right? Mm-hmm. And then let the battles begin. Let the gamesmanship <laughs> begin and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm curious if Microsoft does announce 500, if Sony eats it, go with four, and then I, if that happens, I want to know where Lockhart going. This is know great. Who, who gets fired? <laughs> Yo, on God, this is what's going to happen. On God and them. If Microsoft says 500 yeah. and Sony says four, four. you can guarantee Nothing comes in your box, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you are not getting no wire. You, you know what, King? You're going to look at the back of the box and say, the only thing comes with the console. You have to buy the wires, the HDMI cord, the controller. Bro, 400 be strong. Listen, 400? Like a hand. In your box, you don't got no controller. You don't got no power cord. You don't got no HDMI. So they go, they go nickel it down? They go nickel it down? Yo, listen, remember when we got our Jaguar and it came in that milk carton? <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, they, they was doing the same thing. If Sony no, somebody's fired automatically. No, that's not a go. That's, that's not, not a go. Listen, oh, man, man, they can't have Microsoft out here at 500. Like you said, if Microsoft is five with the more power, do you know what the narrative would be? You thought Resolution Gate was bad? Remember them Digital Foundry articles come out and, and Richard Ledbetter with the smooth English voice and John Letterman come out there and be like, well, you know, the ray tracing in there. The phrase for a second. You know it would be crazy out here in these digital foundry streets. Come on. Digital foundry for getting people scared. (laughs) (laughs) They can't have that, man. They got to go for if Michael, if Phil comes out with his petty and says, you know what? Five was good out here, right? They in a tough spot. They in a tough spot. But if they go four, at least they can say, yo, 
We're cheaper. This is the price y'all used to. We're the global brand. Remember what I said. Mm -hmm. Remember what I said. If they say $400, I want everybody to pick up. (laughs) Yo, in your box, you're getting a milk carton crate. (laughs) The biggest thing that that you have to really take into that is whether or not Microsoft would take that hit. And I think they would, because at the end of the day, it's clearly said. at the end we have no operating system. Oh my at, gosh! At the, the, at, the, at the end of the day, uh, Microsoft has been very vocal that they care about the console space, but they don't care about it. Yeah, that's my point. See, so my thing is, it's like, look, like we have no problem taking. You know, even a fifty to a hundred dollar loss when we're just gonna bundle Game Pass and everything. That's what I'm saying. Get that money back with that. Microsoft is going to Game Pass, and if they like the Game Pass games, they got to get gold. So we get twenty (laughs) dollars a month from them. That's my thing. Is Microsoft said you have the ability to not to to actually take that L, right? Mm -hmm. Why not? You know, super aggressive, like you know. Well, no, I agree, I agree, I agree. Listen, I would love that. But I think the console and how it's shaped and how it visually looks is super aggressive. They didn't take the casual approach to this. Not at all. They didn't make it look like anything else. They're like, we're going to reshape how these are made. Right. And they could say, yo, this is the premium box, right? We still got Lockhart out here. They still say, yo, we got Lockhart chilling. And then the other thing is we know, like we said, we're going to go back to the main point. Our Lord and Savior, y- Yoshida, said, just like Phil Dominus, active users and subscriptions is the new medic metric. That's the new wave now. All that console here, sale here's is the over. Biggest problem. Here's Where the biggest problem right before? now. <laughs> the biggest problem is it's February 16th. Mm. We're talking about PlayStation 5 manufacturing costs and potential costs, and we still haven't seen the console yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's because they don't want to show anything. Because it's a pyramid. They said they, they, show, they went, they went well, from you know, it, was, it was rumored <laughs> that, that the actual console looks like the dev kit. It's supposed to look similar, but it's mm-hmm. not supposed to look exactly like the dev kit. It's a at the end of the day, if you throw out an appearance of a console, people are going to be at you even more for the price. Listen, man. They don't want to do anything until Microsoft. Going back to the the manufacturing issues we were talking about before, right? Mm -hmm. They said potentially another issue is that because it was developed, it's designed that way, Mm -hmm. it has heat dissipation issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're spending a lot on the cooling. I heard the cooling is up too, yeah. Yeah, why don't you just borrow the method? (laughs) Shut up, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, just, just. Get rid of that little shoehorn shape thing Ugh. and just make a pyramid. Just make a oh pyramid <laughs> and, and have the air just funnel out the oh top. You, you know how you know how War Two King every quarter of the pyramid gonna be a disc drive. They're gonna, yes, have, they're gonna have one for the Blu-ray, one for the PlayStation. Oh, well, y'all petty, y'all petty, y'all petty. Listen, last comment. I gotta speak to Sony, the, the CEO, the Lord and Savior Yoshida. He said that business should be judged by the number of active users, not the number of hardware units sold. Mm. Some Sony game staff think it should sell the new console at a loss, if necessary, just to match Microsoft's price. While other Sony executives say they would prefer to make money as the company did with the PS4. This is an internal struggle, y'all. We're going to see how this thing plays out. It's going down Mm. to the wire, y'all. This is fun. I love it. Can't wait, man. We missed one. Can I pay something? Phase 23 BKMY with the $5 chat. Xbox. You got to pay attention. This is Jim Ryan's. 
Jim Ryan, what, got a promotion, right? Yeah. Right. A launch year to PS4. This is an important decision on yes, his career. Yes, yes, yes. So agree. his job is to make SIE money. Mm. So he can get a bigger bonus mm. and be pat on the back, say you did a good job. Mm. So that's why that's why you go five. You you go listen. five. You got you said that factor. Yeah. Listen, the active user uh, comment is coming from the people that have a stable job. <laughs> the, <laughs> the people who are unstable said we need to make money now. <laughs> I see how y'all firing people. I see how stuff is happening over here. And I just don't feel comfortable with what's going on here. So let's make our money up front. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can tell the difference between somebody that's comfortable in their pockets uh, and somebody who's not. The people that's comfortable in their pockets are able to say, yo, you can pay me back whenever you get it. Mm-hmm. The other people that are not comfortable in their pockets say, yo, mm-hmm. listen, I need my money on Tuesday. Get my money back on Tuesday. So the money back on Tuesday, Man, guys, that's exactly I what I said. <laughs> I think the money back on Tuesday, guys, is going to win. You think that's what's going to happen, King? That's yeah, what we yeah, have? Yeah, oh, yeah they, you know, Phil, Phil has infiltrated them. No doubt. <laughs> You definitely hear the, the rhetoric change. You, when you said it, mm-hmm. and if you close your eyes and you listen to it, you heard that before. Mm-hmm. We're going to go by the metric of active users. Where mm-hmm. the hell have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's from Microsoft. So <laughs> every time you turn around, everything has been changed. I don't your know, philosophy's King. been I don't know, changed. King. Christopher Hart says it's King Pocket Rotten right now. You Listen, listen. What I'm saying is if it's not in color, Chris, I can't hear you. But... <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, let's get some pocket watching in that chat. Put the right no, let's, yeah, if you got those emojis that you pay for, let's do that. Let's get those <laughs> up in there. Let's get the pocket watching. I'll, I'll join you with this because I'm watching your pockets right now because if it ain't in color, I can't see it. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, man. Kid, you got anything else on this last thing before we move on to the next topic? Because we got to roll The thing on. is, are we going to do this? Phil? If we're not going to skip the Phil Spencer comments, we yeah. might as well just tie it into this. Tie it in. Tie it in. Yeah, tie it in. Okay, so, so I'll tie that in, tie that in. And then I'll do I'll do it quickly after this. So Phil Spencer was what on the thousandth episode of Gamertag Radio. Yeah, salute like, Paris, man, put them dudes. Out, yeah. Those guys, fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of podcasts. Yes, um, one thousand. Wow. And he made a lot Don't of Don't you love that you're letting uh sovereign say my topic? Yes. <laughs> go, no, please go go right ahead at it. No, go no, right you're ahead. doing fine, man. <laughs> I mean some pizza anyway. Continue. Go for it. Continue. Um, That's why we need a camera on you. <laughs> Good to you. They they asked for a lot of questions about you know him taking over and the things that had to be done when he took over. Obviously, uh, cancel game, scale bound. They talked about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think the most interesting stuff that came out of that interview was that Phil was talking about. They asked him about his aggressiveness now, right? Mm. And and their stance. And it's funny we were talking just talking about that about how they've, they've come out aggressively. They showed the console early in a place that we didn't expect. And in this interview, Phil specifically used the words, we're not going to be meek. Like mm. he used the word <laughs> meek mm. in a way I've never seen anybody like, like that was the perception before. It, it, we've talked about when you have the opportunity to put the boot on the neck, mm. do it. Even if your your opponent isn't necessarily there or they're not there for the toe-to-toe head-to-head battle mm-hmm. just keep putting the boot on the neck mm-hmm. right and it's something that we talked about playstation doing all the time you know xbox is minding their business and they still walk right by them and mush them <laughs> the <face. laughs> you know just to let them know they were still there and exactly. i need a bully kick your ball well, over the it, yard it, and let them know whose yard is this like, <laughs> it almost feels like that's what he's saying like look whenever we have the opportunity to do so we're going to be 
bullish and bullyish about the things that are that we're going to announce that we know people are going to be excited about. Mm -hmm. And that to me was kind of more candid than I expected him to be about that sort of stuff. Right. And I think if they hold true, Mm -hmm. it's going to be some real interesting stuff. And it goes back to the pricing stuff. Like, what what does that mean? He did say they don't want to be beat on power and price. They're gonna be. Yeah, they, let's, let's let's get that Victor Allen oh, yeah, real yeah. quick. Shout out to Victor Allen Great show, guys. You guys are killing it. Salute, Victor Allen Thank you, Vic. Much love, much love. Salute. Yeah, man. I mean, I look. All I'll say about it, I listened to it. You know, fantastic um, interview. What I got it from it was a it, good interview. It was yeah. a really good interview. What I got from it, you know, he definitely seems very confident. There's there's no question. I, I don't <laughs> I don't sense any meekness. This is this is him all day. This is and, the Phil Dominus Spencer King be talking. Yeah, about. this he was is the dude I told you that was there that y'all was like, no, feel like to shake hands and kiss babies. No, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Your boy is out here. Listen, I knew it when I looked in his eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like a calm that came over me. I was like, oh, we're in good hands, right? With all state with this dude. Right? <laughs> this dude right here is definitely going to go for that juggler. He showed me, like, he had that look in his eye, like, if you give me the opportunity, I'm going to strangle him out, King. Don't you worry about it, man. I got you, man. Oh, God. You got, them, you got your hitter on deck? Got you got your hitters on deck? Yes. He, he was like, yo, just give me the opportunity. I'm going to show you I can do it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Fearlessly, I have backed. This has been my greatest. Don't lie, Phil. Phil was like this with King. Now, look, King, it takes a couple years to get the assassins in the right place. Oh. All right. Yeah, yeah, basically. And I, mm. I, I, I knew it. And I, was, I saw progression. Mm. And I, I saw it. And when you when you pick somebody, like it's a horse. Yeah. When you go to the horse track mm-hmm. and you pick a horse mm-hmm. and you, you you just don't know. You just like, yo, that horse look like he got that stuff. Right. Right. And a horse take off from the gate and he blow out the the, the, the yard, like, and he wins. Mm-hmm. You like, oh my God, y'all picked that horse. Yo, yeah, you killing it right there. You feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. When everybody was sitting there like, now nah, your horse is trash, my dude. <laughs> like, straight trash. I don't even, why are you picking that horse? <laughs> Did you understand his, his, his last owner didn't win anything? Yeah. Yo, so. this horse is going to kill y'all. <laughs> And I'm so on the front line for this dude. You're the racist. You know, you forgot to say it, King. This horse is going to kill you. On guard in there. On guard in there. Oh, my God. Listen, I will say, like I said, interview is very confident. I liked his... I don't want to say... You know what I liked about the people who did the interview? They didn't hold a lot of punches back. Like, they were very upfront. Yeah, shout out to Paris and them, man. Those are the people. They they was in their bag. And like I said, I, I like what he said about Japan. I love mm-hmm. the reading folk. I love that he said, and this is this goes to ungrateful addict because he he came for addict on this one. Addict. He said yeah, sure. he said it burnt my soul that them Japanese games were not on um, they were only on PlayStation that weren't on Xbox, right? That to mm-hmm. me was huge, and that that's like basically kind of reassuring. Like, yo, that's not going down next gen. We've we're establishing that, and then I love what he said about the studio thing, having a presence over there. That to me is huge, and I like what he said about VR. Actually, he clarified his statements. He said, he, you know, he just wanted to be honest that at the start of the gen with the Series X, that's not something that's going to be there. But as he left the door open, right, as it progresses, and if it catches on, yeah, they'd be willing to jump on. And I thought. That was cool. It was it was a good interview, man. It, I, I really like what I had to say. Can Ungrateful had it talk? Yes, go ahead, Ungrateful. Yeah, good, because I see Ungrateful. <laughs> Jonathan B, shout out. Yeah, yeah. oh, Jonathan B's on. Yes, he knows yeah. about your ungratefulness. Continue. Look, Phil showed me that, you know, that that is something he's clearly working on. He even said, he's like, I don't know if we'll ever be at a point mm-hmm. where everything that's in Jap- uh, Jap- Japan will be over here. But mm-hmm. he did show that 
it's one of the biggest priorities is mm. for it to get as many to come over as possible. Right. Right. No, definitely, definitely. So that's what I got. Yeah, I, on I, that. Saw, I saw that as a huge weakness. Um, to be honest with you, because when I can get Persona on my PlayStation, and you know I can't get it on my Xbox, I think that's a big hole. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm grateful, going... King. <laughs> if he's going over there to bridge those gaps to mm-hmm. fix that hole to understand that's a, the mark of a true leader a true yeah. leader can see his weakness and try yeah. to fix him yeah right and he's being transparent with it yes it's not like you you the have old, weaknesses and you try to just shore up your strength yeah you're trying to front the you know? old, the fix old, those weaknesses the mm-hmm. old microsoft would just put the bucket with the water pull out the water mm-hmm. they're not necessarily going to fix the hole that's no not at all yeah. Yeah. Now, th- this Microsoft's like, all right, let's get this out of the water. We got to fix it. We, not, it's, not to it's say been that a the, whole way too long. Like, not, to, not to say that the old Microsoft didn't try because we, you know, we got the Blue Dragon. We got yeah. the, um, the Miss Walker games. We, we, yeah. we were yeah. in that bag. Right. What we weren't was consistent. Right. And I believe that we will get a level of consistency with this type mm-hmm. of uh, rain. Because mm-hmm. listen, listen, guys. Phil ain't going to be there always. Right. Right. So while he's there, appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Because we had other guys that Facts. were in charge Facts. that were equally as great, mm-hmm. and a time and a tenure is over, over. Yeah. right? You're, you're... And they and they brought the 360 to a, a forefront. They pushed mm-hmm. the 360 was, through when we we, we we couldn't see it. You understand? So Phil is not going to always be there. You mm-hmm. appreciate him for what he's doing, but look Facts. at the roadmap that he's giving you. The roadmap Facts. that he's giving you is a roadmap of hope. Going mm-hmm. forward, this it. Xbox generation could have literally be done. Done. Facts. Facts. All right. You, you, you know what it. You want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I did notice. I think that we're gonna have issues with backwards compatibility next gen. Where did that? Because if from? you listen, if you listen to that interview, mm-hmm. he said, "I'm playing games on my backwards compatibility. That's that's on the pre-approved list. Okay. That, that so I'm thinking it's gonna be like this gen where certain develop publishers and then won't let the game go. Yeah, it's good. They gotta get permission this, and then yeah, like, yeah, like I, I said, I think we're gonna have that issue. Going yeah, but I mean, and then also remember, like Bill still said, it's not it's not about that they can't do it. Some of it is licensing issues. You know what I'm saying? Oh right? yeah, it, no, they could do them all. If they they could do them all. You know what I'm saying? It just comes down to what they could get approval. But to King's point, before we move on, because King is dropping some fire, he throwing some darts at my man's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I'm a Peter Boy guy. But I will say yes. this. I will say this you know peter boys that's that's my heart that that to me is what brought xbox 360 one of the greatest you know consoles to the forefront they're aggressive but i have to admit what phil's doing the way he's handling japan i'm coming around on him yeah he it, it's a better your man is a better long-time strategist than just throwing my man was throwing money at it Cash. and Flush. said come over right Right. But he Phil was is like a grenade full of money at people. Like, yeah, yeah, like he like yo, come on, we got y'all right. But but Phil is going, Phil is going to the hood, like foot foot pulling up, and it's yeah. like yo, what we gotta do to break bread? We need y'all over here. You know what I'm saying? We can't be missing them games over here. And then also, I love the Japanese studio talk, whether it be buying yeah. one or you know developing one from scratch, and that's a different he said approach. They were extremely interesting. Yeah, in like and you know another thing I really liked. He said that one of the biggest issues that they have with, you know, the Japanese market and all the developers and publishers right. is they don't like that they don't see the Xbox in their stores. And he said yeah. that uh, going next generation, we're going to be very, very strong about that. We're going to make sure that it comes out in Japan at right. the same time. It comes out and to me, the last key he got to do, if he do this, is big. Like what they're doing with Korea right now, the SCOM, t- yeah. people are sleeping. They're using xCloud mm-hmm. more than the United States right now. 
That's you should be crazy. ashamed of yourself. So, <laughs> you should be ashamed but for us, of we console. No, no, but for us, we consoles more. Mm-hmm. So it makes you it know. At least turn it on. They at turn it, it on. It's it just, it's just like okay, if they we gold, they platinum. Okay, cool. They still, we still doing it, right? <laughs> but hold it. The whole thing is this though. Like, if they get, if they do what they're doing with the SCAL Telecom, like, and they do what they're doing right. with how. T-Mobile, you see T-Mobile done made that move with Sprint, mm-hmm. right? You see that coverage don't get wider, right? You see xCloud going to be implemented in that joint. If they do something similar in Japan, where you link up with the biggest ISP, because let's yeah. be real, as much as we could say studio and all that, I'm going to keep it a buck. They not buying Xbox consoles. We've seen the memes and when they be like, yo, here's the new Xbox is sold. There'd be yeah. 10 people in the store. They be getting clown <laughs> or Kotaku be clown. It'd be funny, but it's true. Like nobody's like, they got all the Xbox logos in the streets and con- no one's buying the console, fam. <laughs> we know it. So let's come on. Come on, kid. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, remember, I, I forgot who it was. Somebody brought it up saying this was the worst uh, generation to lose. Yes. And Xbox is very aware of that. And yes. that's when X, X Cloud and Game yes. Pass is going to make up that difference by a large that's margin. The play. It, X Cloud ain't for us, mm-hmm. it's for Asia, yes. Korea, the Japanese. Yes. They're going to mm-hmm. go into their T Mobile, Samsung, yes. whatever, and they're going to get, like, you know how we got like a year of Apple Plus with our Verizon and stuff like yes. that? They're going to mm-hmm. be getting ga- Game Pass and X Cloud with their phone purchases and stuff like that. And that's, they're going to. The jump in user base for Xbox games is going to jump dramatically mm-hmm. because of stuff like that. Because yeah. of the, the the soft like buy-in, right? Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's buying phones and whatnot. Right. Like, yeah, that see that Samsung deal is so Ooh, big. Like, it's a huge. Like it's crazy. Crazy. I, and I just thought about. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. A year from now. I can upgrade my phone, and they're gonna offer me Project X for <laughs> yeah. Listen, like, again, we laugh at, like you said, it's not for us. We laugh at. Shout out to my boy G. He said, because shout out to G from Long Day. He goes to Japan. He knows mm-hmm. my, my boy from Lords of Gaming one of the best writers out there. Salute He said, Mobile Game of Japan up. is unbelievable. Was there for TGS. The entire country plays Pokemon. This is real. Right? So again, we got to get ourselves out of our console thinking that it's not mm-hmm. going to work. Again, the key is the implementation, right? Mm-hmm. We know over there there's a lot of free 99, so they got to, if they implement it with the ISP, like Kid is saying, right? And say, yo, you sign up for you renewing your contract, you getting this one year X Cloud or whatever it is they, they do to get them in the ecosystem, that's a big deal. And that's them penetrating them. Hey, and that let would me ask be, you a question. My last point, that, that would be, I would get, if, if Phil is able to do that, I gotta give him the gold over my man, um, over my man, uh, what you call it? Because it, it, he, no one was ever on the Xbox side able to solve the the, the, J- the Japan riddle, and that would put Phil over Peter. If he could, if he can pull this off, that's something that no Xbox leadership has been able to do, and it's exciting. But okay, okay. Let me ask you a question. Um, when you know how the the um, apps that come inside your phone, you know mm-hmm. when your phone you, you boot your phone up, yeah, is uh, Xbox Game Pass on the new Samsung phones being that the deal is done or whatever or is that like already like in like a baked in app I don't know. They're, the way they acted is like the, some cross promotion that they're going to say more details will be revealed later. They got some type of joint thing going with them. And I we, think that's that'll be huge. If if you can get the app to be one of the mm-hmm. the baked in apps, like the the mm-hmm. first apps that are already installed mm-hmm. on the phone that you don't have to go and install right. that it's there. 
then I, I think that's huge because that allows a demographic to just say, well, what's yeah. this? And hit the button. And iOS now, right? They, we see the beta oh, now. Yeah. It's, that's huge. That's a huge market again. Yo, the chat is hating. Y'all capping for yeah. Phil? This is nuts. It's not happening. Yeah, How's Gear Park Pop? They mad. They don't like this X-Cloud. They yeah, should talk, y'all. Yo, Chris. Yo, Chris. Who you capping for? <laughs> they I mean, said the we question... spoke in reef. Oh, Lord. They, they coming at us, kid. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you y'all coming, but I don't see color, so I can't see you coming. No. Like I really, I mean, I would really love to hear you, but I'm tone deaf and colorblind. Oh so man, listen, all of like I said, Christopher John is funny, man. It's a funny. We'll see what happens. Let's move on. Last topic, we we'll get up out of here. This is um, yeah, man, good friend Jeff Keighley, man, back in the news again. So um, yeah, he just made that announcement that the um. E3 Coliseum will not return to E3 after handling the past couple of events. Stop clapping. <laughs> never we act went. like none of us went to this. Let, never went. Okay, <laughs> we, we, we get it. But he said, but the key statement he said is given what has been publicly communicated about the plans for E3 2020, he doesn't feel comfortable participating in the show at this time. And then right as that happened, I mean, right when he made this, this is right before another leak by the oh, ESA hold on, hold website. On. Christopher Hart put that money in. Oh, okay, hold let's on. get it. Shout out for the $2, Chris, the $2 super chat for Christopher Hart. Mm -hmm. Sony will dominate point blank, period. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Christopher Hart? I don't really think you're on that. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's get these bushes out here for Christopher Hart. <laughs> Listen, the man, members, the, they don't like... Christopher Hart, the yo, bushes. Christopher Hart does not like when we get excited about the Asian market. They don't like when we talk about xCloud and other markets. They don't like about none of this hopeful thinking. They said the boots on the deck that they gonna dominate it. None of us hopeful thinking yeah, gonna Y'all ain't got no deals with no phone discs. Like, <laughs> that, that Experion that nobody The Experion! Damn, King, why you had to do yeah. it? Like you don't think I know? I remember you. Y'all are new to this. I'm true to this. Ooh, I'm going to leave you black, black and blue, blue to this. this. Ooh, the bars. 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 Anyway, moving along. So, yeah, man, he, he basically said that announcement right as ESA leaked again. The plans for E3. So, yeah, they're they pulling out, man. They're not, he's not going to be there. And um, I just wanted to bring this to the realm. You know, what do, what do we think, man? You know, um, is this bigger than... You know, it's bigger than rap. <laughs> it's ESA. You know what I'm saying? Messing it up to the point where dudes not feeling comfortable. Is there a silent boycott going on? Like, what's what's going on? Yo, you know, we talked about this in the background. Mm -hmm. We talked about that we feel that, um, well, I, my opinion. All mm -hmm. right, I'm not going to jump nobody else into this. Mm -hmm. My opinion is I feel that people are getting together mm -hmm. and they're trying to make a silent protest. They're trying to protest what's going on and they feel that uh, um, if, if we all pull out at the same time, we we're going to show that the, the pen is mightier than the sword. Listen, mm. dude, I never went to the Coliseum. Mm. Not, saying, not taking anything away from the Coliseum. If you're not yep. there, I wouldn't even know if you were, right? But mm. for some people, that means a lot, right? right? And your coverage not being there means a lot for certain people, mm -hmm. right? So what we're going to do is, um, I assure you, ESA, if mm. you allow me to get media, I will take up every last piece of coverage that they did not cover, uh, and I will show your Coliseum in great detail. I will show the world that E3 is still viable and alive, mm. and I will not allow these old dinosaurs to kill it. Mm. I'm a young wolf waiting to shine. <laughs> allow me to be your voice box. Allow oh me to be God. your eyeballs. Allow the world to see that E3 is still the king. 
King, I got a cup for you now. We the same people. We the same people that be on Sony when information gets stolen. These dudes have now stolen information nah, twice dude, again, that, that was... and your information would no. be at risk if you, know you mess with it. But you cool with ESA still, but you ain't cool you putting this. your credit card with Sony. Come on, King. Let, let me tell you this, right? ESA, your security is lacking. <laughs> But for each and every last one of you guys watching right now, for each and every last one, I will put my security at risk for you to get media. Give me media or give me death. <laughs> That's what it's about. <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Kill your king is out of control. Shout out to Brad with the five dollars super chat. No, no. Chris Hart, if Sony doesn't dominate next gen, the IOP is gonna give you Derek Rose knees. Oh, you know we coming. You know we coming. You know we coming. That's a you know fact. That's a fact, though. Yeah. Is all like you know, we have all these companies always leaking your stuff on accident. We have uh, you know the Sony thing that happened in um, 2011. Mm. We have the um, I think one of the credit bureaus just leaked millions of people's <laughs> stuff. So it's like, how many of these people that these media outlets play on PlayStation and buy stuff on PlayStation? It's like nothing is a hundred percent. They. It was ESA's fault for what they did, mm -hmm. and they should have took more ownership of what they, they did. Do another they one? did. They did another leak, man. Again. Well, what did they leak? They leaked the, the damn place. Doing security, they man. leaked the. <laughs> Calvin <laughs> is definitely doing security. Oh my so god. So they leaked, they leaked their plans. They leaked the plans and all the companies that's gonna be there. They right, 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 right. Bruh. Now the good thing about the leak <laughs> is that we found out. That shout out to Ainsley Bowl season game, and I just found this out. That Microsoft not only is in their own separate theater, they're yep. on the floor as well. Because before they remember it used to be Nintendo and then Sony, the big joint, and I think it's the West Hall, whatever that hall is, kid. Right? I forgot which one it is. Right. Right. Now, I mean, obviously, we know Sony's not going to be there. Microsoft is in is in the spot. They got a, they got a big boost. So there's a potential, you, you know, know Series X's and the, could the, be on the floor. The Microsoft trying to take advantage of of their new console launch, which would be pretty huge. You know what happened? Don't Aggressive, you? not what, being what, meek. What happened was mm. the moment Sony and I they weren't going. Okay, okay, call the ESA. Look, look, we got to be on that floor. They ain't gonna be there. <laughs> could be because again, a lot of times, let's be real. We go to E3 a lot, right? A lot of times, if you are new to E3, if you're not in the know, you don't know about E3 Coliseum. And sometimes you don't even know that Microsoft is not in the building and mm -hmm. they're somewhere else. I bet you 80% of the people in this chat didn't even know what the Coliseum was. Right. So that's a, <laughs> so that's a, it's a big yeah. deal. It's a big deal. So it, it's it's cool to see Microsoft take advantage of it. I mean, listen, with the Keeley thing, I'm going to be real. I'm, I am saddened by that. You know, I know we've had our issues with Keeley with certain things, but I can't get mad at him for this. Like you, you no, you, no, no. You, you know what I'm saying? Take your stance. When when you when you look at the mm -hmm. actual reason that he gave, right? He says, yeah. he says this is very important to a lot of people, but E3 needs to be a more global and b more digital, right? Specifically, mm -hmm. he didn't say anything about any of the activations or the celebrities mm -hmm. on. He didn't say anything about that. So when and when you look at how successful he was with the Game Awards in particular this year, how it's grown every single year, specifically how it's, it's reached more people. Right. I think he's at the point where he's kind of his own entity now when it yeah, comes to this sort is. of stuff. He doesn't need them, right? Because yeah. yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was sort of the impetus for all for the, for the Judges Week stuff 
right, leading yeah. up to E3, right? So yep. he's saying all of that stuff is still happening. He's he's running that stuff, but right. it's not part of E3 at all. It's going right. to happen. So again, it's like it feels like his stock as 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 an entity himself mm-hmm. and being able mm-hmm. to handle this stuff him, himself mm-hmm. has risen to the point he doesn't need. True, the true. E3 I, I, I agree with all I said, but you, uh, again, I saw. I want to. I don't want to understate like the fact that. It seemed based on his statement of saying, I, mm-hmm. at this point, I'm not comfortable. It's like, you seen something you don't like? Oh, yeah. That they do. And then the day of, he they get another leak of this information. Like, they, they loose. <laughs> yeah, like, they mad, no confidential information is just running loose out here. So, I, again, can I really blame him for, for saying no, nah, I, I, I don't blame him. I don't. I don't. But I do say this, though. Mm-hmm. ESA. If you would take my application <laughs> and you would make me media, <laughs> together we can make E3 great again. <laughs> you know, it's 2020 E3. Let's make E3 great again. Vote me as the media president. And I can maybe I will bring this back. back. Let's 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 bring it back. Let's do it. It's kids to it. Let's do it, kids do it. Here. It's kids as a here. team. Kids to hell. Oh, he left. Yeah, kids are like that man left out. Attic. I'm here. Oh, okay, kids, just okay. quick. I need just synapses on this, and then we gotta get out of here. And then Attic. Mm-hmm. The whole... uh, Jeff Keeley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I went to. You know, I went to that 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 Coliseum thing uh, when I went to E3. With oh, y'all. Wow, I've never been. How was it? Yeah, I, it was all right, but you know, my wife is just ready to go, so we sat in and then we left. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I do agree with like the whole thing. It was like. It was like the way that it was announced was like, oh my God, the industry. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty much a, a, a industry protest against the ESA. So I don't know what's mm. going on. Um, but somebody also brought up another case: is Talking. that Jeff Keeley is now competing directly with E3. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and um, with his, he's trying to make obviously the Game Awards to be that mm-hmm. go-to show because now not only are they handing out you know Game of the Year awards and stuff like that, they are breaking news and reveals and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, what do we watch E3 for? For like brand new gameplay, new trailers, mm-hmm. announcements and stuff like that. And obviously this year mm-hmm. we got the announcements. Right. Um so and and he's getting the views. Yeah. So you know he, what? Go ahead, my bad. Uh Kid might be onto something. No, there. no, Kid like, is definitely on something. It, 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 it might definitely. not even be like a protest him specifically. It might not even be a protest. It's like look at the yeah, I think especially what they said the video game awards yeah. was almost yeah. tripled like yeah, this year. Man. They yeah. look at look at look at He's that pattern unto himself. He's a brand. So it, it might it might be one of those things it's like look like I don't want to I I need to separate my brand from your brand. Like mm. so it, it, it really might be that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and we all know yeah, he like, has too much reach. Yeah, we all know who's on that panel. He's got the who's mm. who of the industry on the game awards. Panel that remember everybody was all in, in mad all about. sense. His organization's probably bigger than E3. So mm, it's interesting. Not 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 his events, his organization. Shout out to because I would Yo, say his wait, organization. Hold on, hold on. What is this? Andrew Wilkins with the five dollar super chat. Please, people donate to Smooth to help him pay his lost bet to Bond. Show Sony showed an AK one twenty FPS game two CESs ago. Xbox fans stay losing games. Bets to PlayStations or PS fan, PC fans, kid, they they coming for you for some reason. I know not of. Um, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like I said, uh, one that's CES. No, 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 no. I said, <laughs> Xbox, I said Xbox will ship out of the Xbox Series in the PlayStation Five. The Xbox mm-hmm. will be the first one to ship a game 
that is 120 frames per Ooh. second. That's not VR, no bull crap. Oh, like that. <laughs> oh so that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it has to be a standalone game, and I, I'm sticking by that. They're mm-hmm. gonna be have the first games to, to do it. That's a sucker bet. Who took that? Uh, Bond. <laughs> Oh man! <sighs> well, it doesn't matter because kid forfeited all out of all the. I've worried about yeah because I'm a change. And man. you could have won that. You could have won some of the. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm a change man. man. What are you talking about? You a change man? Stop eating meat. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be participating in these like in these uh, bets. Bets. Like, oh. Kid, I got a bet for you. And the kid. thing is, it was it was it wasn't that I quit that bet. It was seven, I had like made like you no know, like eight bets or something like that. <laughs> The question if yeah. that's your brand, if that's your joint, your joint, that's your brand, these mm-hmm. wild bets, this the, the crazy raging and stuff like that. Am that's I gonna different. am no, I gonna no, continue no. to get the crazy raging smooth, <laughs> or is this a new vegan non beef? No, 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 the raging in the streams, so that's that's different. Somebody, bet, I'm talking about like, if like, like, for example, if, like, you know, you'd be like, oh, I bet you that PS5 is gonna be $500 or something like that. And yes, kid will take these bets. No, that's not the bet I'm gonna take anymore. Kid, I, just out of curiosity, challenge is a challenge. I wouldn't say it's a challenge. Oh, so you just still in challenge mode? You just yeah. uh, bet mode. <laughs> kid, kid, I, oh, I, I, all right. I, so I, you I, got so you turned into Sony in the bet pocket situation, but oh in challenge mode, you will hold not on, go meet. Yeah. Yeah. I got right, I got I a got simple it. question for mm-hmm. you, kid. You know, just just off the top of your head, how mm-hmm. many how much money you think you've lost on bets since you've been on YouTube? Um. Enough. I mean, I, I remember, remember, you said I, enough. Is it north of five hundred dollars? No, listen, listen. First Dude, of all, remember, I had I sent Bond a switch. I sent like Hardy and Xbox. Oh, I yeah. sent, like, shout <laughs> out, listen, shout out to Kid Smooth being the husband and the father that he is for not putting out that financial to get him hurt. Listen, <laughs> stop it now. Stop Leave it, that man. Alone, Leave he alone. Lost whatever bet That's he lost, it. and it was minuscule financially to him. We gotta he's get out of here. He's not doing it anymore. He's a he's a loving husband and he takes care of his children let's, let's we gotta go and he's a newly acquired vegan that's right we gotta go no more beef so anyway like we'll see what happens like i said this if it goes uh king's way where more content creators are media we shall see and as far as e3 and esa and what the new direction is we thank do know you, we do know media has its own day now november uh, yeah, on the night i think stuff it. like that is mm-hmm. how they're gonna get these media people out they back because at the end of the day mm. having stuff leaked i'm sure annoyed a lot of them and especially yeah. some of the more extra extra media mm-hmm. was really like stressed but mm. i think the biggest majority of their issues is the fact that they let in the public yeah and yeah, that that, yeah. that kind of started the, the, the thing we do agree so look we got if, this poll. if they would have just did the leak without the letting in public i guarantee you the majority of these people wouldn't be saying yeah and they, and they handled it bad because remember the public was stepping on top of the media media didn't have enough time they had like yeah. one hour it was a mess and they did they didn't they didn't integrate the public st- part properly and that's where things kind of just went down uh, hire me for security <laughs> <laughs> You know, I will definitely make sure that those leaks Give him that stop badge to go anywhere. And, oh and, and, and we will definitely have new media inside the building. Listen, man. EA. ESA. You we can do this together. <laughs> yes. E3 2020. Yes, we have the number one provocateur with us on the, on the round table. So salute to King for making his sales pitch. So we got this poll. We got to get out of here, man. Long show. With the potential manufacturing cost of the PS5 at 450 minus packaging, shipping, and retail, what do you think is the best price point for Sony of the if the Xbox Series X is $500? The choices are A, 
PS5 should drop to 400 to undercut the Xbox Series X and take a loss on hardware. B, PlayStation 5 should profit at 500. They are still the bigger global brand and market leader. Or C, I don't care about no hardware because it's all about active users now, though. <laughs> <laughs> salute to everybody who came through in the IOP poll. Please rock it when it goes up. Yo, salute to Jason Schreier that came through. Woo! One of the biggest IOP guests in the building. Portia Powell, my man Ainsley comes in, but he's late when the show was ending. Damn it, you must have been at the hockey rink. <laughs> but um, yeah, salute to Jason Schreier, man. Outstanding, outstanding show. Like I said, if you guys missed it, please catch the replay. It'll go up. Timestamps and all that good stuff will go up. And of course, Lord Kid Smooth. Pulling up on that Xbox topic, salute, smooth. What you got going on? I heard Pet Xbox is back, right? What's going on, right? What's, what's, what's happening out here? What are we doing? Yeah, 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 we back every uh, every Wednesday night at like eight thirty ish. You know, I appreciate uh, like had had to bring it back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. trying to get back on my my grind. You guys been out here hustling. Thank you, brother. Um, Thank you. But um, mm -hmm. no, yeah, nothing nothing major going on. Mm -hmm. we do the podcast every Wednesday. I will be at PAX East, so I plan. Oh, on salute! We gonna see kid. I heard it. Yeah, that's a weapon uh, wheel up in there. That's what's up. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. lit, man. So salute so, to that. That's what that's what I forgot to do. I forgot the super chat. This like, yo, mm -hmm. King, send some uh, Iron Lord shirts for my PAX East uh, trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I need okay. to be Yeah, we gotta get kid. We gotta <laughs> what get size you at? What size you at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, medium. Like, <laughs> okay, I, I check and see if I got you. Hold on, time out one second. One second. Where we at with this? Hold on, hold on. The red joint. Okay, I know, okay, we your, got, joint we your joint might be saying uh, E3. Uh, what is it? <laughs> 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 Just keep your sleeve covered. Is, is it? E3, <laughs> E3 2018. Is 2018. He going to yeah, get that one? Keep your, keep your sleeve covered. But uh, we definitely got you covered going in the door. No doubt. Yo, salute. It's going to be a lot of people. We got Bad Bit up in there. We got, I heard BG might be pulling up too, right? Yeah, BG. 3MG. BG, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's going to be lit. Bad bitch going to be up in there. My boy Gene is in there. The whole log net is coming through. You know what I'm saying? Snaldo, King, Hyde. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's going to be lit. Hector is going to be there. We're going to have oh, Bob Dunn. Bro, it's going to be lit, man. So look you out see, for the coverage. You see that ESA? Come mm -hmm. on, man. <laughs> King making that ESA push with Lords of Gaming down there. I, I feel that, man. But yeah, it's going to be lit, man. Salute, salute. So um, yeah, man, Lord Attic, man, let's get up out of here. What you got going on? Where can the five people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Lord Addict's IOP. I love you, can you can also find me on YouTube at Gaming Addicts. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where the uncensored addict is. Ooh, but, you know, actually, actually, mm -hmm. this 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 podcast has rubbed off on my YouTube channel. I don't really mm -hmm. cuss on there as much as I used nice. to. Nice. Uh, you know, definitely want to thank Jason Schreier for coming on. Uh, I ain't thinking. I ain't thinking, kid. He kind of bullied himself on here. <laughs> definitely want to thank the chat. The chat was lit today. Even. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's you guys give us so much support weekly, and I yeah, have to yeah. really, really appreciate. It. Thank Absolutely. you guys for that. Absolutely, chat was outstanding. Lord Sovereign pulling up, man. Always a pleasure. What the, what you got going on, man? Nothing. Work. Nothing, but a big shout out to Smooth for coming through, and of mm -hmm. course, Jason Try I'm I'm particularly happy that we got Jason on the show Facts. at this point in Facts. the lifetime of our show, yeah, because. We as a podcast have grown a lot too. Mm -hmm. Like when when you talk about we make comments about stuff, we make jokes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And but oftentimes, and we talk, we I think we've always tried to be fair, right? Yeah. But again, that fairness only extends as far as your understanding of what you're talking about, right? Facts. And I think our understanding of 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 what of gaming and the things 
that happen around gaming. Kind of like how you don't understand control, right? No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I understand control. I don't know about you. Or, 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 or gears. Or, or gears uh, don't, let's not start. We're not doing that. Continue, kid. Continue. I, I understand that uh. gears is trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, but uh, again, like, so to have Jason on now and have that perspective, yeah. Um, I think we, we've gotten to the point where we really respect a lot that he does. Yes. And one thing that I re- really recognize is, guys, as gamers, mm-hmm. like, we, if you're so passionate about this thing, mm-hmm. in my feeling, you have to be passionate about every aspect about it. You won't have to know about everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we love these games, and sometimes we be like, we want, we want, we want, and mm-hmm. we're not paying attention to yeah. the, the real human cost of yes. we want, we want, we yes. want. And yes. you know the work that Jason does, the work that these guys do at Kotaku and, and other outlets as well is mm-hmm. very important. We need to really be cognizant of the stuff that is happening around mm-hmm. our favorite hobby. We do. Mm-hmm. So that's no. it. No, that's love, man. I mean, I'm glad you said it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's so much that we don't know behind the scenes. You know, as as people who love this 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 hobby and this passion, and it's good to get that information. And salute to, to Jason. We brought the smoke, and he, he ain't run from it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you know about that. Yeah, like we gotta respect it because again, the lords are gonna be the lords. King was still king. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was out there. So salute the kid. Let's get him up there next. Like what you got going on? Salute to you for still getting your provocateur on. You ain't changed up. You was in your bag. I loved. I was like, yo, let me see how King go handle this because. It's gonna be fun, and it was, yeah, it was good to was see. I was worried for a second. I was worried for a second. Go left because I know King ain't going back down. I was like, King, yeah. is King gonna be you know quiet King today? No, 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 no. Listen, shout out to Jason Schreier, my kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, after doing a lot of research, like I saw the Young A video and yeah. stuff like that, and a lot of yeah. people I don't go and watch mm-hmm. per se, but I was doing the research on him because I wanted to know uh, about him a little bit more. Yes. Right. And 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 knowing him a little bit more, mm-hmm. I understood that stuff that he was saying he wasn't wrong with, and I agreed with a hundred percent. You know, so mm-hmm. as far as people feeling a, a certain way about saying a provocateur, yeah, um, you are mm-hmm. like, and don't don't take it in a negative sense. If somebody is classically trained in a in a, in a, in a, in a genre and in an avenue, mm-hmm. and you invade their space, and you're not equally as trained, or you didn't do that mm-hmm. hard work. I mean, blood, sweat, and tears account for something, right? Right. I mean, so as you should he should have felt the way, or he should feel a certain way in, in, right. in certain things. And I agree that, and I applaud to that mm-hmm. because listen, I just decided to do this as. You know, hanging out with my my family, Facts. my friends and family. Facts. He decided to do this when he was in school, and mm. he paid his dues. So, mm-hmm. at what point in time is that worth? So he yeah. is a journalist. I am a provocateur. <laughs> and this is the truth. All right, this is the truth, and this is a fact. Mm-hmm. But um, before we get started, yes, turn the beat around. Oh yeah, check out that cheap right there. <laughs> Yo, whoa. That that joint. If you have not seen the video, please go check out KOS at LordsOfGaming.net. Yes, I'm telling you right now. Oh. I've waited so long for this statue. Shout out to Season Gaming. Woo! Uh, Bert is my guy. He 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 looked out for me. He uh, he sent me a great quote, uh, mm-hmm. and we worked it out. And I sent him the money ASAP. You know Bert. to get this statue here because he knew it was going to be in a loving home. Bert, if you're watching. 
Uh, I, I hope you see the little shrine here. Now, when I finish it, I'm going to send you the pictures because I'm dope. definitely going to put something together for it. Very nice, like I'm doing Thanos over here. I got dope. another Thanos piece coming in. Rap says $2. I'm Preach King. Salute. Continue. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Another another $1,000 piece. Somebody told me to get on their level in my Twitter the other day. Mm -hmm. And I had to laugh at the young man because I appreciated him. <laughs> I right? saw I that. Said, you know, I, I, I appreciate you because you may not know who the hell I am. Um, <laughs> And, and you know, I mean, you, do you see this? this oh, but we, we got we got to start on him like this. I got a son on him. I got a son on him because he said he had a car, and I'm winning your car on my wrist. Oh, but I'm just I'm just gonna say this, right? I'm just gonna say this. Jesus. Equally, in every accomplishment in your life, you're supposed to respect your accomplishments, but don't diminish others, right? Mm, exactly. And you're supposed to be happy in your accomplishment and don't envy anyone else's. Mm. Nothing in here was uh given to me i work very hard for everything here like you work very hard for your stuff so when i say king of statues mm -hmm. that's not me that's you mm -hmm. you whatever you have your collection you are the king of your collection be mm. proud of your collection no matter how small or no matter how large because if you think this is a lot of stuff here mm -hmm. i see people in my statue community that blow me away mm -hmm. that makes millions of dollars a year i do not make millions of dollars a year mm -hmm. okay so for, for me to look at them as, and admire them mm -hmm. and they encourage me and inspire me Fast. i hope i'm inspiring you Fast. i'm not doing anything to put you down because mm -hmm. i understand that you work hard for every buck and i'm fighting for you so when i yell out game pass yes mm -hmm. i'm saving money please get game pass too and save cash that's what's up man salute the king on that i was late like I said, the interactions to your Jason was classic. I mean, salute to Jason again for coming through, not running from any question, any topic. We even hit media bias. We went, it was smoking on that. And um, yeah, shout out to that, man. Shout out to the chat. Y'all was fantastic. Of course, yes. please support lordsofgaming.net. PAX East is coming soon. Maybe With two media. more weeks. We don't, yeah, yes, yes. We in the building, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah yes. Yes. <laughs> Yo, you stupid. <laughs> salute. Salute to the media team that will be at PAX soon. We got one more week. We'll figure out what we're going to do with that. But look, man, everybody, please enjoy your Sunday. This is a fantastic episode. A salute for everybody to pull up. Really means a lot to us. Salute Jason. Everybody, enjoy your Sunday. We are out of here.